This is Big Game Live, a podcast from KCLR and Scoreline.ie bringing you some of the best of our live commentary action as originally broadcast on KCLR. Visit Scoreline.ie. KCLR Live Sport. The Joe McDonough Cup. Carlisle versus Westmeath. With thanks to Dan Morrissey & Co. In a league of their own with a full range of concrete, quarry products, roof tiles and macadam. DanMorrisseyAndCo.com Yeah, welcome to Netwatch Cullen Park. And uh, a lovely evening here. And uh, just word of one late change, but we'll come to that in a moment as the teams are being announced by stadium announcer Martin Barry. But it is round two of the Joe McDonough Cup. Of course, Carlo with that three-point victory over Kildare last week. And for Westmead, well, it's their first outing in the Joe McDonough with their second outing against Kildare next week. Now, that game will be a dead rubber if Carlo can win here today. But Terence Kelly, you're slightly concerned because this Westmead team have been plotting their stuff in Division 1 this year. They were defeated by Waterford by two points. They did get a few hammerings. They've leaked in a few goals but they're playing at a higher level and they're coming here today and they look a fine big strong team out there so you're a little bit concerned today but at the same time you do feel that Carlo have it in it to win them but they'll all have to play very well Yeah, you know Westmead were, you know, would have been dying uh, at the top table Brendan, Tipperary, Cork, Watford, Limerick you know, big names and I know like they were left with the crumbs maybe at some of the meals but nevertheless it would be a great experience like a much faster game and uh, you know, but Carlo we are, you know, we are a little bit under strength, like Marty is gone, as you know, we have no wheel in the balance, killing two boys are injured, Eddie Bourne is back on the bench today, the first time for an age, but listen, if we can play to our ability, to the best of our ability, you know... They took it out last week, to be fair. Just about, yeah. just about, about, you know, but I'm just saying, like, the loss of Marty to Carlo is a huge loss, Brendan, as we all know, and... Uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, like, you know, hopefully... It's, it's, like, a, it's like a big prize, prize, isn't it? It's, 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 it's a, a Joe McSam day as the Leinster final, you know. It's, it's, a, it's a big prize, it's Croke a, Park. It's a ticket to Croke Park, you know, this day, probably this day, two weeks, is it? Yeah, it's two weeks' time, yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably tomorrow, two weeks. Yeah, two weeks tomorrow or whatever. Yeah. Well, anyway, that is the situation at the moment. Westmead are warming up on the dressing room, Oak Park Road end here, and Carlo on the O'Hanoran's end. They're being put through their paces by Tom Mullally and his backroom team. Now, I'll give you the Carlo team. Brian Tracy's in goal from Navon, Dean Wall, Ballon Killen, Paul Dyle, St Mullins, and Michael Dyle, Mount Leinster Rangers. Michael is the captain this afternoon. David English of Ballon Killen, right half back. Gerald Cody, St Mullins, centre half back. And Tony Lawler of Mount Leinster Rangers wears the number seven shirt at left half back. Richard Cody, the experienced man from Mount Leinster Rangers, partners Kevin MacDonald in the middle of the park and in the half-forward line, John Michael Nolan of Navon wears number 10, Teddy Joyce of Mount Leinster Rangers, number 11, and James Diles, James Dial of St Mullins, number 12 at left half-forward. One change on the Carla team coming in at top of the right is Aaron Ammon from Nave Breed. He replaces Craig Wall of Ballon Killen. Aaron will wear number 24. John Nolan of Mount Leinster Rangers is number 14 and his brother Chris wears the number 15 shirt at top of the left. Now, at the uh, moment, Westmead line out in goal with Noel Conaghy from Lockleen Gales, Dara Egerton of Clonkill, Tommy Gallagher, Castle Pollard and Connor Shaw from Brownstown in the half-back line, Aaron Craig of St Anne's in Wexford, that's who he plays his club hurling for, Tommy Dial from Lockleen Gales and Derek McNicholas also of Lockleen Gales, a season campaigner with Westmead. Cormac Boyle of Raharney wears the number 8 shirt, he's partnered by the experienced Robbie Greville, also of the Raharney club with Angus Clark of Castletown Gagan wearing number 10, Killian Dial Raharney number 11 and Joey Boyle Raharney wearing number 12 a strong half forward line full forward line Niall O'Brien of Castletown Gagan Niall Mitchell Clonkill and Kieran Dyle of Raharney Terence there's a few good names in there there's a few legends there like Tommy Dyle the centre back he has played for his province for a couple of seasons an outstanding hurler but he was playing full back he's out centre back today Angus Clark who has generally done the number 6 jersey Angus has gone to number 10 for the last 3 games 
Killian Boyd, one of the twins. I don't see the other chap on the panel there. Robbie Gravel in the middle of the field. His dad played in goal for Westmead for many, many years. And uh, Niall O'Brien was a fella like he was honoured on the international Shinty team. So a lot of experience there. A lot of experience on that on that uh, on the Westmead team. Okay, well that is the story at the moment. The referee is Rory McGann. Uh, Rory McGann uh, is our match referee today here in Carlow, but uh, just confirmation of that late change. Now, uh, looking at the team turns, there's a few changes from last week in relation to positions. Uh, um, well, the numbers probably don't mean anything some of the time, but it is interesting that James Dyle is listed at left half forward. Last week he played at centre half back. Uh, he had a great game at centre half back, but yeah. when you say the likes of Marty is missing, James Dyle, John Michael Nolan, Chris Nolan, John Nolan, these guys can get scores and James Dyle on his days is as good as what's in the country so it will be interesting to see is he going to stay in the forward line or is he going to move back but he's one man that Carlo really need to do well today and it can't all respond, be on his shoulders but he's a match he has potential match winning ability there's no doubt the world Brendan James Dyle will start at number 6 I tell you the truth I put my last bob on him you know as I said he was inspiration there last week if it took him out within the last 10 minutes I'm kind of at a loss to know why but, you know, he was inspirational, like, in the first half last week, you know, because, you know, Kildare owned it the first 15 minutes last minute, but, you know, he was he was brilliant. I can see, uh, you know, probably David English and Richard Cody as a start last week in the middle of the field. Kevin Mack will probably go wing forward. And, and uh, you know, as it's kind of well documented, I think, the team that is going to start. But, no, James Dyle's a massive cog in the Carlin machine. What other positional changes do you see, Terts? I can see, well, I can see, I would imagine Paul Dyle will probably go cornerback. Dion Wall will probably go fullback and Michael Dyle. Uh, Tony Lawler and James Doyle and uh, will be in the half-back line anyway. Richard Cody and David Ings will probably be in the middle of the field. John Michael Nolan will be on the square, I would imagine. Chris Nolan will be centre-forward. Teddy will be in the corner. And John, young John Nolan probably be on, on the wing beside his brother. So I think it'll be more or less the same team as started last week um, against Kildare Brendan. You always said to me, in all the years we're covering hurling, that Carroll are always a better dry ball team and certain players yeah. are dry ball. Well, it's a dry ball today because thankfully, a bit of a drizzle across Carlow, the county this morning, over Mount Juliet for the golf and across the Kenny. That seems to have gone out. The sun is out and it's yeah. gone very warm. So we're in for what should be a splendid afternoon weather-wise and if it continues, there's little or no breeze looking at the flags above there. So conditions will suit Carlow. Yeah, they will. Like, you know, and one player now I would have picked out Last week, you know, Teddy Joyce is a lovely ball player. He's, he's a, his first touch is immaculate. Like you know, now last week a tight pitch up in Newbridge, he didn't, ex, you know, didn't express himself as he can. Today, the bigger pitch in Carlo, he's in on, in the corner. If he can run onto the ball, he is a problem for any defender. You know, as I said, they have their hands full. Like there are oh, uh, Westmead. Yeah, yeah, the Westmead team are. You know, they have been playing in, in you know, the higher division. Like and they're a decent team, but. Yeah, it's it's a it's a season-defining moment for Westmead as well because realistically, it it's it's round two, but it's a semi-final, and realistically, uh, it's a final. <laughs> it's a final. Well, it is like cause huge game. you've got to get there. It is like it's tickets for Crow Park. Yes. At the end of, the, end of the day, and uh, you know, it's, it's the Curtain Razor like to the Leinster final, and uh, you know, like it's a huge game. It's a huge game for Carlo. Like you know, we said like the Westmead boys have conceded over twenty goals, but like they're playing in a lot higher division. They are, and they like, came from the lower division. Uh, from the same here. Premiership, like in Championship, like in soccer terms. Now, for the listeners out there and the Carlo hurling followers, they notice there's never anything much between Westmead and Carlo. It's always a point or two. Let it be Absolutely. club, let it be county. Absolutely, like you know, to go up to Mullingar or to come down here to Carlo, like there's nothing between us, like you know, for many, many years, like and uh, you know, they know one another so well, but. I think we have a round of being coming up. We certainly have, we? yes. Well, if you've just joined us, uh, Joe McDonough Cup. And don't forget, as soon as this game is over, we're going straight to Croke Park. Adrian Ronan and Michael Walsh, full live commentary of Kilkenny and Wexford from headquarters today for a place in that Leinster final. So let's hope from a Casey Lower point of view, it will be Carlo and Kilkenny. But there's a lot of work to be done as we uh, get ready to cue a round of here in 
Netwatch Cullen Park and it's great to see 500 spectators in today lots of Carlo colours here we go heard that in quite a while in OB200 last week in Newbridge returns it's great to see the people back a lot of familiar faces there great Carlo hurling people down there and the new the, the Carlo supporters that are not dying in the Woolgy yet but just are proud of their little county they're here today absolutely. it's great to see the faces back absolutely like you know I said we're the second smallest county in the country and uh, you know it's great to hear the cheers great to see the people in the stand God you know it's almost like old times and a few on the far side as well well spread out and the media here in attendance also referee Rory McGann about to get us on the way so the first of two games this afternoon as I've said, this is the Joe McDonough Cup round two, Carlo and Westmead, and this brought to you with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products, roof tiles, and macadam. Check them out on danmorrisseyandco.com. Here we go. Carlo will be playing from left to right towards the O'Hanrahan's end goal. There's a bit of niggle in the middle of the park, and Rory McGann says, You can belt away at one another, lads. I'm not going to trim the ball. Turns, there's a bit of fiery stuff in this already. There's and a lot of old experienced campaigners there like around the middle of the field Robbie Grabelli and Richie Cody like the, you know they're just testing one other shoulders James Dial runs onto the first breaking ball lovely intelligent ball to the half forward line just got away ooh that was a foul but it was a challenge and a fair one John Michael Nolan came across to try and get it and back come Carlo but Westmead pick it up in the left corner back position and Carlo win it back and that's a cracking opening score if it's there wide, it's a wide, it's wide ball branded. and it came all the way from John Nolan of Mount Leinster Rangers good effort good start positive from Carl everybody got stuck in yeah it was you know James I went down the attack and he was kind of blocked but John, you know, John Michael picked up the loose ball and I thought at first it was going to go but the tail to the left and wide yeah we can confirm that Aaron Ammon has started we got that news earlier today in place to Craig Wall he's there with number 24 let's hope he can score as many goals as his brother as Westmead come forward looking for the first score and the yellow slitter sells straight between the posts and Niall Mitchell of Clonkey a great uh, hurling club up there in County Westmead gets the opening score of the game and he made it look nice and simple just grabbed the turns got a yard or two from himself picked the spot Michael Dial clears it for Carlo Westmead Lee James Dial in the half back line the St Mullins man gets it across to Gerard Cody another St Mullins man in the yellow helmet nice shortens the grip on the stick flicks it down for a beautiful take by Chris Nolan Nolan inside the 65 plays it against the ground gone to the 45 Nolan on his bike gets away from 1 2 3 flicks it across towards John Michael but the interception came from Tommy Gallagher the Castle Pollard full back for Westmead but Teddy Joyce picks up the pieces sends That's it back in point. and Teddy Joyce sends over his first one because uh, Teddy Joyce started at centre forward a great run by Chris Nolan great finish by Teddy yeah. Joyce I, I heard he was in Mount Julius yesterday he picked up a few skills because he didn't get the best of games last week but that's a great start by Teddy he had a good start yesterday too but I'm just saying you know he was, he was playing there cracking score from you know very near very 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 near the sideline James Dial rises for this he is in the centre back position turns Kelly he's a tactical man and he said he would start here he started really well he's the supreme athlete this fellow 
lovely ball down to the corner trying to find the man down there is Aaron Ammon Ammon has done really well he's worked hard for that and he didn't get the free there the referee had a good look and he said it was a fair challenge from Westmead Carlo hunting impacts at the moment John Nolan of Mount Leinster trying to get it but it's taken away by Dara Egerton of Clonkill and he was fouled outside the 45 metre line and it's going to be a free out for Westmead and I think that uh, Noel Connolly the goalkeeper might come forward for this yeah. or else he leave it to his centre field man Cormac Boyle of Raharney who always fancies the long one but Cormac is calling uh, Niall O'Brien all the way back and Niall as we know, is quite capable, and he's going all the way back to his own 45. The linesman tells him, well, he's about two metres outside of his own 45. Uh, he's an experienced campaigner, Terence. I've seen he him is. playing really well against some of the best counties, Niall O'Brien, and he's a, he's a name that people know in Westmead hurling. He is, yeah, you know, he's there for many, many years, and he's a cracking hurler. This one is going in. Hi, Brendan. It's a massive strike by Niall O'Brien. And oh, a that's one. a great score. That's a terrific score by Niall O'Brien. The free from the half-back line. It's two points Westmead, one point Carroll, if he just joined us, Niall Mitchell from Westmead, and Niall O'Brien, Teddy Joyce for Carroll the puck out for Brian Tracy he was on the Joe McDonough team of the year last year the Carlo goalkeeper from Navon Michel he varies it down the terracing side on the great ball right over to that far side gets it as far as Tony Lawler Tony of Mount Leinster Rangers down into the corner he sends it good bat Teddy Joyce gathers a great ball he was fouled he done really well there he won a terrific ball he won a terrific ball over the head of the corner back and I think uh, to be fair to Conor Shaw of Brownstown he had a little bit of a height over Teddy although Teddy is leaner but uh, he really won that ball very well yeah. this is an ideal opportunity Chris has got to stick this between the sticks very very you know now and by his own standards last week Teddy was poor you know Teddy was poor by his own standards because he is cracking skill but you know the pitch was tighter anyway but after getting two great balls the first two was went down there and as you said like the man is a few inches over him there's a bit of concern here young uh, John Nolan has come over towards the line not yeah. quite sure if it's a contact lens he wears or it's something to do with the hand or whatever but anyway, we stick with the free. John is getting no, he's all right. He was it's just, okay. He was just looking for something there. Another young man that uh, has a bit of quality, and you have to give it all today for Carla. Here's his brother on the free, Chris Nolan. Man from my valley, as Terry would say, strikes the yellow slitter well, and that's gone. Oh, it's gone to the right and wide. It's gone wide. It's gone wide, and Chris himself knew it was gone wide. That's a poor miss, Terence. Yeah, well, listen, it wasn't a simple shot either. He was very, very near the sideline. You know, as I said, that's uh, easier score up here, Brendan. That scoreboard is wrong. Two points Westmead have scored. The scoreboard says yeah. three. Here it come. Maybe they can leave it as it is because they're coming forward here. This is Joey Boyle of Raharney turned in onto the 45. Sends that's it in. They can leave it as it is now. Joey Boyle has got it. Joey Boyle has got it. And, uh, yeah, well, uh, the... Yeah, Niall O'Brien. Yeah, the, score, the scoreboard turns us all over the shop because the Carlow down is 3 2. And, uh, Niall O'Brien and, and Niall Mitchell and Joey Byler, the three scores, Brendan, for, for Westmead. So, Westmead definitely have three. To me, Carlow have one, correct? Yeah. 3 1 is the score. We keep an eye. Here's Aaron Ammon. He started well, young Ammon. He sprints down inside the 45 metre line he's gone to the end line crosses a great ball Ammon who's going to be there to win it didn't work out well there was a foul yeah, it, was free and it was a free in because yeah, he had his hand up the referee he had given the advantage Brendan he certainly had yeah in fact then he's up getting rough treatment for the first two balls he's up to go in for there like you know he's he you know he has started well young Ammon he has really started well yeah. David English is getting a few instructions from Christy Keeley down there as well there's nothing between them at the moment Ernst five, no, mi- no, fi- no. five minutes gone no there's nothing no there's nothing between them uh, that's Jerry Cody was getting the, uh, the few instructions there from Christy. Yeah, Chris has taken this one, Brendan. Uh, looks like a few Carla subs going for a bit of a warm-up. Chris Nolan, uh, he's just got to forget about the first one. He's got to stick this one in. He has big boost to fill, Brendan. Oh, he certainly to has. Marty. Here he is with the lift. There's the strike. And that one is definitely gone over the bar. So that's it. Uh, 
Two for Carla, one for Teddy Joyce, one for Chris Nolan and Westmead with three. Joey Boyle, Niall Mitchell and Niall O'Brien. So three points to two. Scoreboard rectified. Can't happen. High dropping ball right down over the head of Niall Mitchell on the far side. Flicks it forward. Westmead come forward. Carlo defend that one well enough and try and keep goal side. But Westmead go for the long range effort and that's a quality score. And their support who travel from the Midlands have enjoyed that one. And it's the big man wearing number 14, Niall Mitchell. Niall Mitchell. It's his second of the afternoon as Derek Tracy looks downfield. Four points to two. Westmead lead Carlo on round two of the Joe McDonough Cup here at Netwatch Cullen Park. Beautiful day. Short ball from Tracy out to Michael Dial. Mount Leinster Rangers man looked to be caught a little bit high and forced into giving away possession and it's back to Niall Mitchell who scored two already and now it is Michael who's trying to make the block down but Mitchell goes for another one. That's, That's on to the left of Michael. Now turns we've seen a bit of this last week and I know it can happen in hurling. The short ball will always put pressure on you if it doesn't work out and for me and for anybody looking like Mickey Walsh detests the short ball. Well, I'm, I'm saying that as long as I know Michael. There's two of us. Yeah. They're saying he, got, he passed the ball out to the 21 metre line to Michael Dyle he went to take on his man got as far as maybe 35 metres out got battled up then lost the ball but from the resultant play like the ball went wide that's a poor puck out from Brian Tracy kicked it, poked it straight to a Westmead man now it's with Derek McNicholas the lock lane Gales man sends it all the way back in Brian is brave catches that under the crossbar plays a three quarter link ball out towards Gerald Cody Gerald Cody wearing the number 6 for Carlos Seth Mullins man lets it fly right down towards Teddy Joyce lovely hand from Joyce just lost his footing he's been put under pressure gets it back to John Michael Nolan he just had to pick a spot yes. sends it in and it's a very good score by John Michael Nolan lovely play from Teddy Joyce he's really started well and now it says 4 points to Westmead 3 points to Carlo here in the Joe McDonough round 2 good score yeah listen you know Teddy is really on his game the first 3 bonds there now 15 he has switched from number 15 to number 13 position at the present time like you know he started so well here's Michael Dial out of play, out he comes gets it down towards Chris Nolan missed his touch on the ball going to be tidied up by Tommy Dial Tommy the centre back of uh, Westmead gets it across to the left half back position Angus Clark is there brother the former Joe former player Joe another class player from Castletown Gagan has the train play a bit of ground hurling but Paul Dial is around long enough to know how to deal with that Dial ooh, gets it to the set Mullins man Cody Cody just left it behind him but the referee said there was a bit of a slap down yeah. and there's going to be a free in and uh, Westmead put the pressure on there but the two St Mullins men they didn't do anything wrong as such turns they just hadn't any look in the end nine yeah. times out of ten you get away with it but it just didn't happen on the day yeah, four, four points apiece the scoreboard says four points apiece like and Derek McNichols was the one who was just about to raise the ball when he was kind of chopped down and uh, number 13 Niall O'Brien is the one that's going to take the free I think that scoreboard is still wrong because Carlo have three points yeah they have like you yeah, know four, John three. Nolan Teddy three. Tyson yeah. playing Chris Nolan from a free well, that's the story, and it is uh, four to West Mead. This could be five now, and here we are. Thirteen with the free is Niall O'Brien, Castletown Gagan man. Oh, that's a bad wide uh, from him. Now that's uh, swings and roundabouts. Uh, Chris Nolan missed one earlier on, and I'll tell you, from a West Mead point of view and from a Niall O'Brien point of view, for his standard, that's a very poor wide. Yeah, two wides each now. Brendan, what eight and a half, nine minutes gone, and uh, you know Brian Tracy just about to launch another one. They're still weighing up one another, but Brian is going long this time. He must be listening to the radio. Here's the big ball downfield. Underneath is John Nolan of Mount Leinster. John reaches for it, goes towards Aaron Ammon, push pushing the back. And this is a chance for Carlo to get this one correct. Chris Nolan from inside the 45 will have the free. Who has the breeze, Brendan? I'm trying to make well, the flags are blown across field. It's, 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 not, it's not too strong. Yeah. But uh, it's blowing across the field. Chris Nolan with the free. He's got to get this one, Ter. He's got to get this one. Like, you know, I said he missed the first one. But, you know, in general, he's a very, very good 
you know, a very good free take but he's trying to fit into shoes that were kind of worn for many years by the great Marty but listen he has a chance he's what about 50 metres out near the sideline and he'll have a go ahead Chris Nolan uh, that'll do Brennan. to perfection that's another one for Chris well that's four points to Carlo now Four points to Carlo, four points to Westmead. Not in between them. Ten minutes played. Carlo can lead here. Ammon feeds a great ball to Chris Nolan. First touch has got to be good. He tries to turn inside Tommy Dial. Gets it back. It's a pull on there by Kevin MacDonald. Was it a quite enough opening ten minutes so far? And he's chased back and trying to break down as Westmead sends this down to stand side. Lovely take by Niall O'Brien. From the wing half back. Feeds it back into Killian Dial. The Raharney man runs forward. Shortens the grip on the stick. That looks to be gone to the right and wide. That's a poor strike. It's a poor strike, but uh, Carlo just got to get in a, a little heavier in the middle of the field turns and uh, not to let play a bypass them. But Westmead worked that well down the line. Carlo were looking off the hook there. Westmead's radar off a little bit. Little bit off, yeah, yeah, yeah. The twin dial there, like you know, the two boys. In fact, only one of them here today. But uh, you know, Aaron Armstrong started quite well. Gave a good pass that time, but you know, it was blocked down eventually. But you know, as I said, Westmead a little bit wavered with their shooting. Aaron Craig, the man that plays in Wexford, sends it in field. Push on the back here, referee. Gives a free Rory McCann from the 65. Westmead now with a chance to go back in front. So four points apiece here at Netwatch Cullen Park in association with Dan Morrissey and company in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products, roof tiles and McAdam. Check them out on danmorrisseyandco.com. Don't forget coming up at half four, Kilkenny and Wexford, live in Croke Park with Adrian Ronan and Michael Walsh in association with La Hearts. Here's Westmead with the free to go back into a one-point lead. It's four points apiece at Netwatch Cullen Park We've, we're into the 12th minute of the first half the free by Joey Boyle man from Raharney and Joey strikes it Brian Tracy looks up and says there's nothing I can do about that that's his second one from play one from a free the Raharney man has it and it's five points with me turns Kelly four points Carlo are you happy so far? yeah listen I'm happy enough because you know as I said that Carlo is somewhat under strength like, and they're competing very very well you know I'm, I'm happy enough yep big ball downfield John Nolan rises for it John Nolan tried to flick it through to his brother Chris but the ball broke to Westmead in the half back line they're working hard all these players lovely hand from Niall Mitchell at full forward he's a clone kill man Niall big man turns it back in field Carlos James Dyke just couldn't reach out to get it chance here for Westmead but no panic from the centre half forward Killian Dyle from Raharney he had a look he picked it off his left hand side quality player great centre of gravity 6 points to 4 Westmead lead by 2 that was a nice score James Dyle just a little bit unlucky he didn't get into intercept he, he made every effort to try and do it but a lovely move from Westmead yeah listen Angus Clark here like in this side is after getting a couple of good balls he has switched over and uh, you know he's, he's a decent hurler but listen he was centre back for so many years like he's a top class hurler and a huge amount of experience we're held up with an injury here at the moment if you have just joined us it is the Joe McDonough Cup round 2 Westmead 6 points Carlo 4 points 12 and a half minutes gone here referee has stopped the clock now because Westmead uh, centre fielder yeah. Cormac Boyle another Raharney man he is uh, receiving a bit of attention he's ok he's up now and we will resume and uh, Brian Tracy in the goal oh, what's uh, this about that's a, poor, is that about? that's a poor ball that's out over the line directly out over the line and Jerry Cody was on the line more or less too far out and yeah, it was too high yeah, it, was, it was overcooked I saw this happen again, you know. Against, can't beat the long puck out turns. Against Safi, you can't beat it, Brendan. Can't beat it. They're putting themselves under pressure with those three yeah, quarters. Like, you know, and, and they're listening. Westmead fluffed the sideline cut. It's a clearance from Carlos Dion Wall. And he doesn't get the pass over to her. He's centre half forward, Teddy Joyce. And Westmead will come back through their centre forward. Killian Doyle breaks through the middle of the park, has a look at the post, shortens the grip on the stick. Killian Doyle fires it in. And that's another that's wide. wide. Now, Carlo 
are lucky that Westmead have yeah. had a few bad wides. I make that four wides, Westmead. Yeah, four to two, Brenda. But for a man that was so dominant last week, James Dial, the fact that centre forward Killian Dial has given him a bit of hurling there, he's given him enough to think about. He certainly is. Well, here we go. But the pressure's coming back on Carla because that ball is not going down the field. That's a massive puck out there now. That's more like it. That's, that's what you need. Like <laughs> and look, you get the run of play. It's out for a line ball. But Westmead still have to get the line ball now from their own 20-metre line. The breeze is up somewhat. It's blowing across towards the Carlotown Hurling Club side. But it is a line ball for Westmead and Aaron Craig will take it. The big number five. He places the ball on the sideline on that far side. We have exactly 14 minutes gone here in the opening half of this Joe Mack. And it is a ball from Dial as play, or Craig has played back towards Robbie Gravel. And Robbie plays it to his goalkeeper, Noel Connolly. He's a Lockleen Gales man. He wasn't hanging around with that. And he sends it out to the half back line. And their short ball has worked well. Derek McNicholas has it now. McNicholas gives away possession. Carla put him under pressure. Chris Nolan Wentford has he that's got wide, it under pressure, but uh, he intercepted it well. It's Carlos third wide. But uh, Westmead are doing like what Carla are doing. They're giving away possession very easily in their half back. Now, very yeah. easily is probably unfair on both teams. But the point I'm trying to make is they're not keeping possession. Well, that's true. Like you know, and they're starting to play. You know, to play the short game too, which is not easy on the eye at times. But you know, as I said, that they were nearly penalised that time, but they weren't. It's all about possession, Dion Wall tries to uh, win possession on that far side keep the Westmead man at bay, he's tall Niall Mitchell, plays it back across to his number 12 and he knocks it back to 5 and that's blocked on, great work by Carlo Kevin MacDonald did really well, he would have liked to return ball but Teddy Joyce is the man, ah, lovely, lovely first touch Teddy, Teddy tries to turn inside yeah, his man, free free Kevin MacDonald was brilliant there well, Teddy wasn't too far from Brady Collider. He was outstanding, like he, how he trapped that first touch was just amazing it was excellent, excellent ball Excellent play, Teddy Joyce and Carlo trailing by two points can reduce the deficit to one. Chris Nolan with the free referee has the book out, and it is taking note of uh, yeah, well, he's that foul by the Westmead man. Yeah, well, he's after being fouled three times now. You know, his first touch has been impeccable so far. Here's the free for Chris Nolan. Terence, Chris is a quality player, he's right up there with the best in the country, but he's got to get this. He has got to get this, and there's no reason why he won't get it, Brendan. Well, you here know. he is. He's a little bit left of centre in relation to where he is. He's midway between the 20-metre line and the 45, into the O'Hanrahan's end, Dublin Road end of Netwatch Cullen Park. He drills it. Is it good? Yes, it is. The umpire picks up the flag. Three frees for Chris Nolan. A point from play from Teddy Joyce. A point from John Mike and Nolan. Westmead have got two from Joey Boyle, two from Niall Mitchell. One of Boyle's was a free. Killian Dial with one, and Niall O'Brien with a free. Scoreboard says six points Westmead, five points Carlo. 16 minutes play, Terence Kelly. Yeah, see Mama Nolan down here, Anders, and some of the next generation to come, you know, she must be very happy with her son, Carlo, on the attack. That's a great interception. That's a super score. Brilliant play. And that is by Carlos David English. He was outstanding there. He advanced down to a half-forward position. He intercepted the ball. That's what you call experience. It's six points apiece, turned 16 and a half, and has gone. That's brilliant from English. That's good stuff. He scored three points last week, two from place balls, one from uh, free, uh, no, one uh, one from play, and, you know, when we needed a few last, you know, a few weeks last week, he started well. James Dyle reaches for this one. Ball breaks towards uh, half-forward and half-back line. Carlo now growing more and more into the game. Here's Dyle. Sends it down. Oh, his pass. He just fell off with a little small bit. Westmead come back, they've won it. They're in a bit of a battle here now. Home advantage should suit Carl in relation to four or five points. Aaron Ammond holds up his man, he's done quite well. 
Kevin, uh, uh, Robbie Gravel had to go back with it. He gets it back to Dara Egerton of Westmead. Egerton gets across towards Joey Boyle. Carlo putting pressure on them, but a slip from Carlo gives the, the Westmead man a chance to shoot from distance. Oh, that's a great score. That's a great that's score. That's an excellent 12. score. Seven points to six. Joey Boyle, two from play, one from a free, and Westmead lead by one again. Good match, turns. Yeah, good match. Like, you know, he was kind of battled up there, as we thought. I thought it may have been... Water break. S- water break. I thought, like, there may have been steps involved, but listen, he got away with it anyway, and from probably about six 60-65 metres out sent one between the posts good score for Westmead what, seven, points, 7 points to 6 Westmead lead now everybody that listens to a match picks up on everything that we say what have you made of Carroll on that opening 17 minutes well listen I was a bit concerned coming in like I said we're missing so many you know household names from Carlo Hurling right yeah. and Marty like to us you know is a huge but aside, aside from that now he's gone so let's talk gone, about the yeah, 15 but, we have yeah but coming into the game like I kind of thought would be under pressure I'm impressed enough with him like you know as I said they're playing again at Westmead he would have played in the higher division and they're competing very well what a point down after 17 minutes so happy enough Brendan Westmead if a Westmead person knows a few of them in Carlo Michael Turner is listening in that loan at the moment uh, what about Westmead at the moment and Shane Murray is living down listening <laughs> down Clonkillman Clonkillman living down in the run area listen what do you think of Westmead listen they're, listen, they're a fair they're a fair team they've a lot of experience there and the, the half hour line Killian Dyle is causing a lot of problems Niall Mitchell and the square is kind of coming out he, you know he's fairly commanding there too Niall O'Brien looks okay and Joey O'Brien so Listen, they're a fair team. We're keeping them like within one point, which is okay to me so far. It's going to be tight, I think, is it? Go, hopefully, like you know, hopefully, like we can keep them tight for a long time, and maybe in the last ten minutes, hopefully, we'll, maybe we might get the pull away. Sean O'Brien is the Westmead banished door. Nulligal Larkin, Paddy O'Neill, and Aidan O'Mongon are their backroom team for Carlo Tom Mullally, of course, of Glenmore, Christy Keeley, Mount Leinster Rangers, Joe Nolan. There's also and Pat Murphy uh, also involved as a selector with Carlo. Great hurling men too. Great seven hurling men. Yep. Seven points. Westmead, six points, Carlo. A little bit of drizzle turns. I thought we wouldn't get it, but the clouds have gathered. We've a little bit. It won't be too bad. It might make it a little bit slippy on top. But Derek Tracy, or Brian Tracy rather, Derek played football for Carlo for Michael years ago. This is Brian Tracy. Brian with the puck out, right down to another Michael man. John Michael Nolan raises for it, back to Clash of the Ash, but McNicholas picks up the pieces, feeds it to the middle of the park. Carlo will try and win it back in the shape of John Nolan, but it's with Joey Boyle. Three points for him so far. That's a great bit Tony of hook. Lawler. Tony Lawler did really well there. John Nolan tried to give him a dig out and it's a fair old battle on that far side as the big Aaron Craig uh, half back him out he was fouled the Westmead will get the free seven points to six it remains we're into the second quarter turns I'm very impressed with Carlo when they haven't got the ball they're rocking their socks off they're rocking their socks off you, you know, Tony Lawler got that ball and he was hooked just when you know a couple of cars were after kind of going through like a couple of players were on his inside but listen those things happen anyway and from the resultant play one of them Westmead boys were turned up and it's a free and, and uh, Niall O'Brien is the one that's going to try to execute well, another here's point the, here's the free Midway, well, it's bang in the middle of the park, about a metre inside the, the West Mead half of the park, heading down towards the Cannery dressing room scoreboard end in Netwatch Cullen Park. A chance for West Mead to go back into a two point lead. Niall O'Brien of Castletown Gagan that struck it good. with perfection. That He's a quality good. free taker. That's another good one by Niall. Yeah. Two frees by Niall, one free by Joey Boyle, two from play by Mitchell, one from Killian Dial, and two from Joey Boyle. For Carlo, Chris Nolan with three frees, Teddy Joyce from play, John Michael Nolan from play, and David English from play. Play. Eight points to six. Westmead Lee turns. We're into the 19th minute of the first half. We're into the 19th minute of the first half, and the ball breaks once again for Carlo. Chris Nolan picks his spot, sends it down. Should be a relatively simple task for Chris. That's a great yes. reply. First score from play for Chris. Four in total for Chris. 8-7 good show of character Carlo replied straight away little bit of a present because he, the ball fell to him had plenty of time and space picked the spot bang 8-7 one between them Terry. Yeah, he was behind his man like the Westmead man you know he, well, he, uh, he misjudged the flight of the ball so Grantford Chris he was there on his own anyway and the rest is up on the board here comes Dara Egerton I'm not quite sure if he related to Joe from Pichelli Avenue but 
It's a big, big ball, and it's a dangerous one. Oh, there was a bit of pull. Lucky, oh, Westmead are fuming. You're lucky. There was a pull inside there uh, on a jersey, and it could have been a free one way from a foul inside, but the referee spotting something on the 20-meter line and not on the 13, and Carlo were lucky there, Terrence. i tell you one thing. They were very lucky. <laughs> I think they were very lucky. I, th- I think it was a Westmead free. free. I think it was a Westmead free rather than In fairness Carlo to the referee, free. he blew what he seen first. Brendan will take it. Yeah. <laughs> You won't take the free. Derek or Brian Tracy takes it. Big ball for Brian. Little bit overcooked in relation to where John Nolan was standing, but Derek did or Brian did put it down the field. And Carlo again. Jerry uh, Cody did really well this time, and now it's gone to the half forward line. Chris Nolan is there. He's going to send it down into the corner to Teddy Joyce. Teddy Joyce, little bit of a shove in the back that time. The corner back is trying to get on edge with Teddy Joyce there. Connor Shaw of Brownstown in Westmead. He tries to get out. Carla put him under pressure. Carla trying to hook from behind. It's a good quality hurling match. 20 minutes gone. 8 points Westmead. 7 points Carlo. Here come Westmead. Are they going to try and extend their lead? Ball was flung out towards Killian Dial. They're a Harney man as to turn back and play. Positional hurling right over. There's a man loose on the far side. It's Joey Boyle. He's got three already. You can make, make that, that four. four. Three from play. One from a free. Lovely move, Westmead. Carlo found one thing a little bit in relation to marking in the left half back position when the ball went back across. Nine points to seven. Westmead lead by two. 21 minutes played. Cracking game of hurling turns. Cracking game of hurling, right, Brendan? Yeah, I know it's right. This is a really, really good game, you know, but the Westmead attack are very impressive also. Here's Brian Tracy with the puck out down under John Nolan. Got a little bit of dunt in the head, but he oh. got a good spot up by the referee because he got it. He, he got it. He got he pushed. Did. He did, yeah. Listen, he got a good ball and he's only a young lad, as I was saying to you so many times before, but he's a good hand and he's a strong chap, like, you know. And he loves uh, his hurling too, doesn't oh he? Oh God, wish the two of them to love it, and uh, you know, and his mother and father are here. See, see the missus, the mother, the mother down here under. See, Proud as punch. Know. Huh? Two lads on the team. Great day for yeah, any family. Nine absolutely. points to seven. Westmead lead Carlo, and now Chris Nolan can come across and knock over his fifth point of this first half. The Carlo, it Carlo student. He played under Fitzgibbon with it Carlo. He has that little bandage under his right knee. He was in Mount Juliet on the, th- on Thursday. He was down at the golf. He's a keen golfer. There's lots of good golfers in South Carlow. That'd be Boris. And I'm he's, sure he's played Mount Juliet somewhere along the line as well. But here's he's, Chris. He's a very good golfer, Brendan. And Teddy is an excellent golfer. I heard that. Yeah, Teddy and the father are excellent golfers. You wouldn't take. Hard, hard to win a fiver in Boris. Chris Nolan. That one is gone. Oh, hits the post. Comes back out. Goal chance here. Big John Michael. John Michael. Oh, stopped on the line. It's a good save by Noel Connolly. And it's a free out. Could have been the goal. John Michael was aware of it. Coming back off the post. Carlo would have taken the lead there. Turns. They still trail by two. It's a free out to Westmead. That hit the post. Anything could have happened. It remains nine points to seven. Twenty. Two minutes gone in Netwatch Cullen yeah, Park. Yeah, and uh, the full back down there, one of the defenders down there on his own course, uh, he got a bit of a wrap there. Like he crashed into John Michael Nolan, and you probably could find smaller people to crash into. But listen, well, he, he saved be, his day. Well be hitting the steam engine, is hitting John Michael. He's a he, big man. He saved his, he saved his county for the cause, and uh, you know they're just attending to the chap down yeah, he's there. Up, he's up anyway, yeah, so thankfully he's okay. It's not too serious, I'd say. He's having, he's having a drink of water there, so just a free out, and uh, Noel Connolly is going about just about to take. That's yeah, the corner back. I think it's uh, Connor Shaw of Brownstown. He puts his helmet back on so thankfully he's okay and there's a little bit of concern for Angus Clark as well Angus was a cracking underage player with Westmead and they come with a short ball and Angus is getting in recipient of that ball now as well and he turns beautifully and he lets fly from his own half back line that is a quality score but he was always a class player his brother Joe was a good one too I knew Joe very well I worked with him in the past but uh, Angus is quality and uh, Jake Dolan used to tell me all about this fella. That's a cracking yeah, score. Now like Westmead lead by three this time, Terrence. They do, like, and he was playing in the number six jersey for so long. He's acquitted himself quite well in the number ten jersey also. Like a cracking score, left-hander. Brian Tracy with the puck out for Carlo. Right down on top of that half-forward line, breaking ball. 
is going to come to John Nolan. He tried to scoop it up, and Westmead have knocked it out. It's a sideline ball, and it's a little bit too far out for the likes of John Michael to stick it in over the bar like he did in St. Connell's Park last week. But the sideline cut will be taken by John Nolan of Mount Leinster Rangers. Uh, two John Nolans, John Michael and John J O N of Mount Leinster. He has it. It's a yard in from the sideline. Looks down towards the goal on the O'Hanrahan's end. Carly executed it beautifully. Who's going to win a raise? A big John Michael got a touch on it. Teddy Joyce gets a lovely first touch again. Joyce shorts the grip on the stick. Sends yeah, it in over. He's got it. Yeah, the umpire. Play. He's playing really well today, Teddy Joyce. That's another great score by Teddy. Two from play for Ted. Ten points Westmead, eight points Carlo, 24 minutes gone yeah, in the first half. Two from play and he's up to get two frees also. Like, you know, he, his first touch is impeccable. Here come Carlo to defend this one. Out to the middle of the field. Kevin Mack comes looking for it, looking for a bit of possession. 2-2 he scored against Kildare. He'd love to score 2-2 today, maybe a little bit more. They're looking for possession on that far side, but the ball broke to Westmead and Michael Dial gets the shout from James Dial. James comes out, has to turn back referee says James Dyle was fouled now long range free will Brian come out of the goal for this one or will James throw this one down you got to just stand back Terence and say hold on let's take it handy here yeah. let's go the best option and find the best man available yeah or David English could have been given by James Dyle is having a go he's having a he's drawn a dropping in around the house up the rise big John Michael better reach for it ball breaks back to big John Michael there's a two Carla players clash the two John Nolans young John of Mount Leinster goes forward turning and striking that's super play by young John Nolan brilliant play now four of the Carlos starting six forwards are on the score sheet John Nolan Chris Nolan Teddy Joyce with two John Michael Nolan with one Aaron Hammond and James Dyle but James is back in the centre back position so that's positional anyway ten points to nine one in the turns and Carlos still well in this game they are yeah, I'm very impressed with him so far like you know because you know well, Westmead are a, they're a decent team they're a decent team like you know Carlos playing with Joey Boyle though yeah, he moved that ball well. The centre field man did really well. Robbie Greville, he got it to Joey Boyle, but it's gone to the right and wide. Now, I make that six wides Westmead, am I correct? I make it five. Five, okay. I may have missed one, Brendan. No, you didn't. Ten points to nine. Westmead lead here, 25 minutes gone. Ten remaining in the first half. It is the Joe McDonough Cup, round two, live from Netwatch Cullen Park in downtown Carlow. The sun has dipped in, the drizzle has stopped. It's ideal. Hurling conditions is a high-dropping oh, ball. That's a brilliant catch by John Michael. John Michael, Nolan, brilliant block down by the centre-half back, Tommy Dial. He's around long enough, Tommy. Now, this is right up. This is John up. Michael, Nolan territory. He scored a cracker last week. He's not going to score this one because he finds the better man in position. The two John Nolans linking well together. And John of My Valley turns and strikes. That's intelligent That'll hurling. Do. That's an excellent score. That'll do. That'll do. Brilliant play by the two Nolans. And I don't think they're related, but there's a lot of Nolans in Carroll. No. 10-9. Westmead lead Carroll. One between them, 26 minutes gone. Yeah, John is the J-O-N version. He's the, we have cutbacks down our way. <laughs> so I'm just saying, John Michael is the man that gave J-O-N the pass. And, you know, it's what? Is there a bit of, is there a bit of, is there a bit of controversy over the score? No, the, the, the goalkeeper had his bag inside the line on the goal and the, the, the referendum told him to take it out. Two goalkeepers. Well, there you are <laughs> now. Uh. Well, that's what you call a bit of cuteness. Now, Westmead are gone with the short ball. Out to Tommy Gallagher. Castle Pollard man at full back. Playing a bit of a cross-field ball. Well taken in the middle of the park. He's a nice player. Killian Dial. Rested it on the boss of the stick. David English tried to keep him at bay. Brian Tracy comes out of the goal. Brian Great gathers catch. it. Brave, brave from Brian Tracy. Plays a ball out to the wing half back position. Kevin Mack is there. Just missed out on it the first time. He tries to win it back. Did really well under pressure. Kevin McDonald. Lovely hurling from the Mount Leinster Rangers man. He really did well. Gets it across to Tony Lawler. Carlo come forward. They're growing into this game big time. Ten points apiece. Here come Carlo. Lovely take by Chris Nolan. Down in the full forward line. Across the 45 he comes. 
Westmead were aware of what he was going to do. Aaron Craig intercepted the ball. It's on the deck. There's two Westmead men, possibly three there now. And Carlo didn't get in to challenge and battle. The ball was on the ground and it's going to be a free. And the Westmead man won't give the Carlo player back his hurl. <laughs> and the referee is uh, saying, you can take your free. And going all the way back there is uh, Kieran Dyle, the number 15. Now he's going to leave it. And going, yeah. player. David English was the man there. He didn't really get a whole lot of help, did he? Ten points apiece, turns 27 minutes gone. Great game. Yeah, Niall O'Brien is the one who's being, who's being given the task of trying to score this now. Yeah, but yeah, David English has said he, he got a... Well, he was kind of bottled up that time, but you know, one against three, yeah. yeah, one against three, like, but it's, you know, from the result of three now, Niall O'Brien is going to try to add, you know, add, add an 11 point. He has the height, has he the distance, has he the accuracy? Struck it wide, wide, it was, it was just a of, about bit of a Hail Mary ball. But uh, if it went over as a cracking score, he has scored there on 10 points apiece. Ten I po- said it turns earlier, and we just went back into the action. Carlo, well, in this game, Carlo, well, in the game, like it's a very competitive game, and it's a very open game, and there hasn't been a dirty stroke in it. Go two good sporting counties. Always serve up a great battle. Let it be club. Let it be county. Castletown Gagan. Ron Harney. Here's my John Michael. John Michael Nolan. Down towards Aaron Ammon. Ammon turning. Striking. That's going to drop. Oh, just shaves the upright. I don't think it's gone the right side of the post. No, it's a wide, wide ball. It's, wide. it's, it's a good wide, effort. Wide ball from Aaron Ammond. Ten points apiece it remains. But 29 minutes played. Six minutes remaining here in Netwatch Cullen Park in the opening half. Don't forget Kenny and Wexford coming up with Ronnie and Michael at half four. Richie Cody runs in, uses all his experience, wins that ball. Aaron Ammond comes again. Aaron Ammond. Aaron Ammond kicks that ball downfield. His grandfather, Liam Quigley, was a great Carlo player back in the day. And now... And generations after generations come forward and still done their edge well and green as Westmead come forward Angus Clark James Dyle comes out when the, free the referee he, is given a free yeah well he was hit after after, after the ball tap, was went yeah, after trying to tap the ball over the Carlo player's head he was kind of met head on and, and there was no uh, need for anyone to interfere with him no because James Dyle had, had the ball yeah he was in control but anyway he was in full flight and it was hard to pull out his way either though so yeah. anyway referee is given the free just as we said, there wasn't a dirty stroke in the game. It wasn't dirty, but I think the referee is looking for someone. He's just taking the book out of his pocket. Ten points apiece, turns we are on the half hour. Yeah. A good half hour of hurling from both teams. Yeah, but like, you know, when the player's coming towards you, you know, it's hard to back out. Oh, yeah. And uh, he was in full flow, and he's kind of, you know, his, his momentum kind of carried him into the player too. But this is a free, and a Niall O'Brien should add to his tally here. Here is the free for Westmead to lead 11 points to 10. It's 10 points apiece at the moment. It's inside the 45, Niall strikes it. And the umpire That's says the barrier, he can yeah. have that one. It's his third free of the first half for Niall O'Brien. And Westmead are introducing a substitute. Robbie Gravel is injured. And in comes number 20 on the Westmead team. Shane Clavin of Castletown Gagan is joining his team here in Netwatch Cullen Park. So he's on 11 points Westmead, 10 points Carlo. This game brought to you with thanks to Dan Morrissey and co. In a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products, roof tiles and macadam. You can check them out on danmorrisseyandco.com. Game restarts. Carlo from the middle trying to get it out towards Aaron Amma. But out comes the cornerback, Dara Egerton. He's absolutely flying. He could have been fouled there. Referee says no. Carlo, come in this time. There's a challenge made there, and I think the referee is going to have a word with... Which, is he going to have a word with Kevin McDonald or John is Michael? Kev, it's Kevin Mack, I think. I think that could be a bit harsh, isn't it, Terence? His momentum yeah, again, well, as you were saying. Yeah, it was. And, I uh, think it's where the hurl caught the Westmead chap on the ground. I think yeah. that's what made it look bad, so it's a yellow card it's for Kevin. It's a yellow card for Kevin. Uh, yeah, it's a harsh one, but uh, the referee is well within his rights to give one. And then how dirty stroke in the man. Like, he's a complete hurler. Like, you know, at the last day now, he was very quiet by his standards in the first half. In the second half, he opened up. And he was brilliant, two, two. yeah. It's great yeah. wrists, as you always say. 11 points to 10. It could be 12-10. Four minutes to the halftime whistle, plus whatever additional time we have. Here he comes again, Niall O'Brien. He's got three. 
Scoops it up. Strikes it. That's wide. That's a wide ball. Yep. That's a wide ball. Maybe That's it wasn't the free, Brendan. Well. Maybe it was harsh. <laughs> There's a breeze getting up as well. I think we could have another drop of rain in a few moments. Brian Tracy retrieves the ball from behind the goal. And he looks downfield. There hasn't been a short one in quite a while, Terence. No, thank God. Thank God for that, like, you know. Local time, 15.33 in Carloff. Wherever you're listening across the world on the app, as the big ball comes down, John Michael breaks it. In towards John Nolan. Beautiful first touch from the... My Valley man flicks it back out towards David English. David out to the middle of the park. Richie Cody pulls the trigger, sends it in, rushed it a little bit, and that's gone to the left and wide. So both teams guilty of hitting wides now. 11 points to 10 it remains. Westmead lead Carlow. 32 minutes on the clock in this Joe McDonough Cup round two. Live from Netwatch Cullen Park here in Carlow. It was a 3pm throw in. Rory McCann is our match referee. Westmead have possession from the puck out from Noel Connolly in their goal. Back to their half-back line. Cormac Boyle is there. He's a Raharney club man. There's going to be a bit of a battle on here. Dion Wall says goal side of the runner. The runner is the number seven, Derek McNicholas. But it will be a sideline ball to to Carlo and it's very deep where the sideline ball is turns and it's not a great place to have a sideline ball I think Theon Wall is after picking up a little bit of a knock there for himself as well he's uh, down um, I think he's going to get a bit of attention here yeah so the referee is going to hold up play for a moment no he's not I think Theon is okay now he walks yeah. back into Ballinkill and man he gives his physio to say I'm grand probably got a little bit of a he's stinger he's got a stinger in a sore place there's the ball down towards the middle of the field Kevin Mack tried to get a touch on it but it's fallen to Westmead and it's knocked all the way back to Angus Clark and Angus he's a beautiful striker the ball and from the middle of the field he That's sends wide, it wide That's again Westmead's wides could come back to haunt him That's li- 8 wides Brendan 8 wides to 5 11 points to 10 33 minutes gone in the opening half anybody can win this game long way to go the breeze blowing across from behind the stand towards Carlow Town Hurling Club as Brian Tracy makes the signal holds the hurl up in his left hand that's a signal that's down a front it's a massive puck up breaking ball goes towards Chris Nolan Chris has it lovely touch from him turns inside Tommy Gallar on his bike he goes difficult angle he'll have to just centre the ball he does centre right across towards Amit Amit goes for the shot Sting is taken over by the goalkeeper Ammon goes back for seconds but the keeper made a good save Noel County Ammon went for the goal didn't get it out come Westmead Carl have got to be careful here Westmead are coming in numbers it's with Killian Dial. Killian Dial up to the 65 Carlo half of the park brilliant interception from Carlo Gerald Cody this time really did well Carlo working their socks off without the ball 11 points Westmead 10 points Carlo 34 minutes play turns Kelly yeah Killian on his bike that time you know, he was arrested by Gerald Cody Gerald just came across and flicked the ball off his hurley at the expense of the sideline ball and uh, Derek McNichols is the one that's trusted to take him around him Derek is taking it. Great to hear the crowds back, isn't it? Yeah, that's just amazing. It's great. Here's Derek McNeys. He goes in reverse mode. Derek uh, from Lockleen Gales flicked it back, and now the high dropping ball gone right down towards Niall Mitchell. Runs out offside. A team wall has got to stay with him and stay goal side. Wall can't let him inside. Wall stays there. McLeod somehow gets the ball back across the face of the goal. Westmead take the strike, and that's lovely, intelligent hurling. And Kieran Dial is on the score sheet. Now all of the Westmead starting forwards have scored for Westmead. Angus Clark with one, Killian Dial with one, Joey. Boyle with two, three from play and a free. Kieran Dial now with one. Niall Mitchell with two. Uh, Niall O'Brien, he didn't score from play, but he has scored three frees. Yeah, Niall Mitchell was the one like he really, you know, he made the foundations for that score. He got it over near the top of the tunnel. For those who know, Nefers Cullen Park here. Saw his man Kieran Dial completely on his own at the far side of the field. Crossed the ball completely, and the rest is. 12, 12 points to 10. Two minutes of additional time. Two minutes of additional time. Here come Carlo, Chris Nolan. Just couldn't get the rise on it. He has it now. There's three Westmead men around him. Three Westmead men. And uh, Chris tries to get it away. 
He comes back and gets a second. That's great battling by the Mount Leinster. His hurl was held. His hurl was held. Three men around him to know how dangerous he is, of course, but he really did well to win uh, back he's possession. A chappy, like, he's a strong chap. He's a well built chap. Like, you know, he took a bit of pain that time for, you know, for his county, but, uh, you know, he caught, he's, he's just about to slip his man. Your man, Tommy Dyer, kind of caught his hurley, and he has a chance now to. Are you happy with everybody out there, Terence? We're coming towards the end of regulation time and the two minutes of added time. Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm happy if you, you know, if you, if you said to me before the match, you know, well, you know would you accept maybe a pint down going in at half time? I would. Because you know, I didn't know what to expect. Westmead are coming from a higher degree, like from a higher yeah. league standings. So you know, hopefully now he can get this and be only be only what just a point between them. He's about six meters in from the sideline on the stand side, just inside the forty-five, heading for the Dublin Road end goal. He's got three frees and a point from play so far. Chris Nolan strikes this one very well. He's got it. Another one. The yes. umpire was back and had a good look at it. That's four frees and a point from play. 12 points Westmead, 11 points Carlo. One of the two minutes has been played. So we've one minute of additional time remaining, turns in this first half. Yeah, one minute, like, you know, uh, I haven't seen the ball, Brendan, like what it is. So James Dyle gets the ball, Brendan, to Kevin Mack. Kevin Mack sleeps it downfield. Lovely take from Aaron Hammond. He's really done well, Aaron yeah, Hammond. He's doing very well. Inside the 45-metre line to uh, Teddy Joyce. Lovely ball from Teddy Joyce. John Nolan, the two-mount Leinster Rangers man, linking well. And That's we are level. That's the best score of the, the match, Brendan. But Hammond is working his socks off. He did. Absolutely, but Teddy Joyce sent a, a lad a dummy wholesale there that time, right? He sent him the wrong way. He opened up the whole thing like another great score. John Nolan, three points in play, 12 points apiece. We're heading towards the halftime whistle. Here's James Dyle. James Dyle of St. Mullins. Slips inside one or two, laces the ball downfield. He's looking for Teddy again. Teddy breaks down the ball. No one inside to win that break for him, but he goes looking for it himself. Out comes the corner back. He was put under a bit of pressure. He gets it to Tommy Dyle. That was Connor Shaw to Tommy Dyle. Westmead going looking for a leading score at halftime. Ball breaks back out towards the middle of the park. Westmead of a man loose inside. Carlo defending. They've got a few back. From distance, they're going to go with Aaron Craig. Plays his club hurling for St. Anne's in Wexford. And that one is gone to the wide. right and wide. And Westmead, the referee is going to call for the ball is he calling the halftime whistle or is he giving a free was he playing an advantage I think he's calling for the ball is he turns I don't know but that's nine wides in fact it looks like as if it is a free it could be a free I no, think no no it's not it's, it's, uh, it's a puck out well, he went over to the Carroll player gave him a tap on the chest and I wasn't quite sure what it was we're at the discretion of the referee now he has another look at his watch Half-time yeah, Brennan. He was bang on. He allowed the time to continue. He, he wasn't blowing it short for any reason. He allowed all the time. 37 minutes and 48 seconds of hurling. And the sides are level in Netwatch Cullen Park at half-time. 12 points apiece. Turns. you were very happy with that. I think a lot of Carlow listeners and Carlow supporters here today will be happy. As will Westmead because they've had a few wides they and have, they're still in the game. Yeah, they're after having nine wides to Carlow's five. As, you know, I said, we played two minutes over 37 minutes there gone in the first half. But... As I said, I'm very impressed with Carl. I'm very impressed. Like both sets of attacks, like both sets of forwards are doing very, very well. I did a little bet this morning, and I was going to ask you when you rang me this morning, <laughs> who will win the All Ireland? Who do you think will win the All Ireland? I think I think Galway will win the All Ireland. Well, Dublin have just beaten them in Croke Park. That's that picture. And I, I told them and Dylan during the week they could win the match. Dublin, and have, beat them. Dublin have beaten Galway. Come Dublin have recorded a shock win over Galway in the Leinster Champion Championship semi final. 118 to 114. So there's a shock. My there's God. a shock. Anyway, turns we're going to hand back to the lads in the studio. You're very happy with Carlo. You believe there's more to come. And Croke Park beckons, but there's still a hell of a second half to come here in Netwatch Cullen Park. We haven't got the tickets yet, but hopefully it'll come the way. Well, here we go. Back to you in the studio, lads. It's 12 points apiece here. We'll be back for all the second half action in about 10 minutes' time. KCLR Live Sport. 
the Joe McDonough Cup, Carlo versus Westmeath, with thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products, roof tiles, and macadam. DanMorrisseyandCo.com. Yes, welcome back to Netwatch Cullen Park. Well, turns a be a bit of a norm and a great supporter of Casey Lan Walsh is down there in Wexford and she's saying, Come on, Carlo. So when you're the Wexford crowd roaring for Carlo today, uh, anything can happen. But anyway, thanks for that, and turns the referee is back out on the field. You were very happy with his first half performance, as was everybody here. He's read, made a really good match out of it. And the general talk around Netwatch Cullen Park is this is anybody's game, but uh, you don't have to be Einstein to work that out. The scoreboard at half time says that, but more of the same from Carlo and probably a little bit more. More of the same, but there's a couple of players not playing up to not up to my liking. To be honest with you, I think we're in a bit of trouble, like around around the middle of the field. And uh, like our attacks, I think are doing very very well. I said Teddy's electric today; he's having a super game there. You know, young John Noel, Leighton, all the farmers like are playing very well. The halfback line are under a little bit of pressure now. You know, James Dyle is a quality hurler and playing well, but his man is also playing well. You know, Killian Dyle is running at him there yes. time after time, and Niall Mitchell is coming out. And Niall O'Brien, like you know, to in, you know, to intercept those balls. But all, all those names you mentioned, they're good hurlers, there. Oh God, Brendan, top men. They're top at the range, like you know. Yeah. But uh, you know, as I said, it's anybody's game, anybody's game, like you know. But uh, Carlo, to me, you know, have played quite well, especially like uh, up front. I thought, you know, they're they're playing very well now. Uh, Westmead have been a bit wasted, like they're to have, I think it's eleven wides. Do you see no, an- nine wides? Do you see anything changing? Th- I don't think Tom is going to change anything there at half time, is he? Well, I would like to see two changes. I'd like to see. Yeah, two new faces being in, introduced. One maybe midfield, maybe one and a half back line. Okay, well that's your your view on it, Terry. You're entitled to that. And uh, well, as it stands, it is 12 points apiece. We're just awaiting the teams uh, that are having the hair dryer treatment. I'd say inside there, to some of the Westmead subs and the Carlo subs uh, on the field. Well, they're nearly all Carlo lads, I think, out on the field here having a puck around. But uh, it's yeah, as, as I say, it's last chance saloon for either. I know last Westmead are playing Kildare yeah. next week. Now, just want to get this right for the people. Two groups of three. You've Mead. Uh, Kerry and down on the other side right now we Carlo and Kildare last week Carlo won the match so Carlo have their two points now if this game finished level today it's no great advantage to Carlo as such because Westmead now know no, next week yeah, if no they're going to win no what their target is now I'm not taking anything away from Kildare I thought Kildare were fantastic last week yeah. and if Westmead were to win here today and Kildare win next week you're into teams that have won. Everybody has won one match. Yeah, so yeah, then you yeah. come back to scoring differences, are, yeah, and, true, yeah, which true. is true. And and David Herity has done a fantastic job with Kildare. But Carlo have destiny in their own hands today. And Westmead know that anything here today could take them to Croke Park. That it be a draw or the win. Well, it's true. Like you know, and as you said, David Herity, a man with huge hurling experience, five All Irelands, five leagues, five Leinsters, he has brought you know Kildare hurling. And Kildare came down here and won the underage during the week as well. Kildare come down here one day they did they did they did and uh, you know as I said it wasn't a great week for Carlo G as it turned out but listen hopefully today we can get a boost well the teams are back out now on the field well most meet are just out first here so I'm not noticing any changes or numbers I don't think there would be now uh, I do see number 20 is their turn so well he came on in the first half the Shane Clavin he came yeah, on Shane Clavin he came on for Robbie Gravel yeah. and here come Carlo and they're ready to go Michael Dial first man out followed by Brian Tracy um so we're in for one hell of a second half here. If you just joined us, it is the Joe McDonough Cup round two. We will be uh, on 
the full frequency for this match but as soon as we cross over there will be probably a clash at the end we're going straight to Croke Park on the Kilkenny frequency with Michael and Ronnie Adrian Ronan on commentary today and Michael Walsh Kilkenny and Wexford so another game coming up straight away a handy shift for Shane O'Keefe down in the studio yeah, brought guess. in the slippers today through the feet up on the counter two matches handy yeah, stuff poor old Shane it's nice to see him getting a soft day like, you know, he's Ro- under a lot of pressure there a lot of days Robbie, so. Robbie giving him cappuccinos anyway we're ready to go here the referee Rory McGann and last famous sportsman turn says a name like that was Barry McGann, the Irish rugby player. 12, yeah, that's, that's going back a few days. 12 points apiece here at half time. Carlo will be playing from right to left in this the second half into the scoreboard dressing room end. And the ball is in and the game is on. And David English runs for it. There's a change on one of the teams. 23 is in on the uh, Westmead team, I think. But we'll come back to that in a moment. And here come Carlo on the attack, as I've said. Aaron Ammon runs for the ball, tied it up by Dara Egerton of Westmead. Egerton is fouled by Ammon, holds his hands out and said, what do they do? He's just got to walk away and now take his punishment as a free out to Westmead. Turns 12 points apiece, we're up and running. Points, yeah, 12 points apiece, like 23. Like he has come in uh, uh, for Westmead, Brendan, because I see our number 23 down there, Richard Kelly, so he's not in. So... Uh, Westmead have made a change. We'll confirm if we have any changes in a moment, Danny, but ball flies through. Westmead playing into the Dublin road and goal. Are they going to get the first score in the second half? That score. looks good from here. Loose ball picked up on the 45. That's sent in by Niall O'Brien. First score of the second half falls to Westmead. Westmead go one point in the front. He got yeah, a good score. Good now score, all their forwards are on the score sheet from play. 13 points to 12, Westmead lead. Yeah, very good score. In fact, broke, broke past the middle of the field and, uh, you know, kind Two. of in, uh, Niall O'Brien intercepted the ball and, uh, you know, he had a great score. There, uh, Brian Tracy with the puck out. Ball breaks in the half-back line for Westmead. That was a suspect hand pass, but again, Carlo working hard without the ball. Kevin Mack came across the train with it and now there's a scrum for possession. Kevin goes in, looking for it again. So does Jerry Cody and... David English is there also and it falls to John Nolan in the end and he has a go from the 65 into the breeze and it's gone to the left and wide Many wides Carlo in the first half was it 5? 5 five in the first and Westmead at 8 or 9 hadn't it? Had had 9 Brendan so 5 in the first half is Carlo's first wide and it is a point for Westmead in the start of the second half for Niall O'Brien if you just joined it's a bit of a breeze gone a little bit cooler in Carlo but it's still a nice day for hurling conducive for a good hurling Paul Dial comes out to his half back lane wins that ball strikes it in the middle of the park but nobody there but a Westmead man to tidy it up and it's the centre back Tommy Dial Tommy of Lockley and Gales and there was a foul in the middle of the park yeah. here nothing to do with the man in possession now Carlo don't need to do that there was a foul off the ball before half time which was unnecessary and there's another one yeah, and there's Killing no need Dial, for that yeah, Killing Dial was taken out as he went to kind of kind of uh, you know maybe link up with the centre back with Tommy Dye but he was taken out on the way and, and you know it's a free and you no know, ifs and the boots about it and uh, you know like we could be punished more here now yeah, and Killian is going to take the free himself Brendan and it's Sunday 65 metre line Killian Dyle of Raharney great hurling stronghold in Westmead he robs 3 or 4 inches but it doesn't make any difference this fella would land this ball in Green Acres if he wanted it that's out to Dublin Road in Carl if you're not familiar with it but anyway now he's, he's been told to put it back. Honestly, Brendan. His conscience he's been told to there. put it back. It won't make much of a difference, sir. So as I say, he still has to strike it. But rules are rules. And here is the free by Killian Dial. Sends it downfield. That's, that's, oh, it's a that's, let off. That's, that's a that's let wide. off for Carlo. That's a let off. It was almost over, Brendan, but it's skinned out by the left hand post. Brian Tracy coming out with the puck over in him. There's Brian. He's gone to the middle of the park. Richie Cody. Ooh, Richard played a short ball across towards Tony Lawler. Tony won't thank him for that one, but Tony got it. 
And he drills it down into the corner under a little bit of pressure. I don't know why he passed the ball. That, yeah, you see, he could have still put it in directly. He could, of course. Like, you know, you got good hands in there, you got good men in there, and, and it's flicked back out. But, yeah, uh, like our forwards are playing really, really well. So The, you know, the, the, the supply has to be more direct, hasn't the it? The supply has to be more direct, Bernie. Yeah. yeah, it has to be more direct. There's the sideline ball. Westmead, Carlo again trying to work hard and win it back, but Cormac Boyle and Angus Clark worked hard here. Ball races on to Niall Mitchell. He's Niall Mitchell tries to turn back in field. And oh, that's could be a free that's, in, that's Brendan. A free, yeah. Jared Cody caught him high. He did, he did. And that could be a yellow card. Jared's going to get booked here. Yep. Yeah, he caught him high. That's indiscipline from Carlo. They're just going a yeah, little bit indiscipline in the second half. You know, and so the crowd are roaring here as well. There's someone got a belt down here too. Yeah, in fact, yeah. Yellow card for Jared Cody. Yeah, Aaron Nammon and number two are just kind of getting to know one another down there. And Tommy Dial, no, the full back, Tommy Gallagher is getting involved also. And John Michael Nolan. A little bit of, I wouldn't say it's argy bargy, but it's a. Ashamozzle. 13 points Westmead, 12 points Carlo. Chance for Westmead to make it 14 points to 12. Now the referee is up, coming all the way yeah, back down the field. He, he down and he'll have a shot with his umpires, I would imagine. Yeah, someone got a belt over here to Westmead. Number 20 was taken out, Shane Clavin. And he's going to have a word with Aaron Ammon this time. So obviously the linesman has given Aaron Ammon's name to the referee. So whatever's happened here, the yellow card. Well, yellow card and he pointed to the line as well so I think he's just <laughs> getting another one of them he, know, yeah. he pointed to him the linesman picked him out so that's fair yeah, enough yeah, yeah. so that's uh, another yellow card turns we said in the beginning there wasn't a dirty stroke in the game but Carlo falling into the trap a little bit with discipline and uh, they're handing the initiative back to Westmead they're handing like you know well, but this should be a two point lead Killian Dyle since it's yeah. second half like, and Killian like I know he missed his first one after half time but listen it's not likely he's going to miss this one he's not going to miss that one Killian Dyle in the Wicklow Mountains in the landscape behind the goal as we look to the ball landing behind the goal Carlo anxious supporters Urging him on 14 points to 12. Here's James Dial from the centre half back position to his namesake Michael. Mike, ooh, Michael Dial was caught high there. He was the short puck out again, lads. It's all about keeping possession. It's all about keeping possession. But you have to keep it. Yeah. James is going to throw it in around the house. Sends it down towards. Referee wasn't ready. I think he was just about to book the Westmead man or have a word with him. James Dial took the free too quickly. Yeah, he really kind of caught him high. Michael Lyle went to he went to step inside. Well, it was definitely free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in fact, it's it's a yellow card also. Yeah. Who's it for? Was it for? No, I I for one wouldn't doubt James Dial from here in relation to the distance. But David English in particular that we know is, Carroll have got to go for everything here, I haven't have, they? Yeah, they have to go now. This has got to go in around the house. James Dial with the free from well, his own forty-five. Will he go to go further than? The well, house? he has the ability to go no, further. He's going to drop in. Going to drop in around the house. Dangerous ball drops in there. Westmead up. Get a touch on it. Centre half back is Tommy Dial. Tommy Dial. Tommy Dial of Lockleen Gales switches direction oh, all together right over to Aaron Craig. Brilliant vision by Tommy. Gets it to Aaron Craig. Aaron drives it 70, 80 metres downfield. Paul Dial is underneath the Westmead. Hit the, the breaking ball. That's another discipline from Carlo. They're really losing their shape a little bit and giving away no, no, freeze. No, it's a Carlo free. Oh, it's a free the other way. Yeah, well, there was a yeah. definite push from the Carlo player as well. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. well, if it was the Carlo player, he was level from behind. He was going for the ball in Westmead, man. He tried well, to come in over him, Brendan. You should be down the referee in turns, not yeah. up here. Right? You spotted that one. I spotted the second one. <laughs> There's a fair old battle there. That's going to be a line ball, Westmead. Their linesman line <laughs> gives it I think he got that wrong. Ah, he did, he did. That's a line ball to Westmead. It should be. Ah, he's, yeah, he's, well, he's, yeah, he's after changing it. Yeah. That can happen. That can happen. Linesman just running in, in the heat at the moment, just pointing the wrong way. That happens nearly in every match, to be honest, but sure. They don't do it by, the, by design. It's just that. Uh, there's no VAR in this, Brendan, is there? No, no but in fairness, the officials have done really well today. Here's the uh, sideline cut. Aaron Craig. Bit of a daisy cutter. That's going to go straight back out, or is it? 
the new man for Westmead. Wearing 23. Try to get it. Here's Kevin oh, Mack. Kevin Mack. He was chopped. He was yeah. free to cut. It hasn't started as well. It's a bit of a stalemate at the moment. 14-12. Westmead yeah. lead. This is not a simple free, Brendan. Right under the old press box for those who are at home. It's right on the sideline. And Chris Nolan will try to... Yeah, and there's one Carlo really need because they need to narrow oh, that gap. This, this is difficult. Seven minutes, seven and a half gone. But thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. in a league of their own, you can check them out for the full range of concrete quarry products, roof tiles, and macadam. Dan Morrissey and Co.com. Here's Chris Nolan. Chris Nolan to put Carlo onto 13 points, midway between the 45 and 65. He's actually closer to the 65 in the Westmead half of the park. Here's the lift. There's the strike. He struck it with conviction. Has he the accuracy? It's a wide ball. That's oh, that's left. another lead off for Westmead. Carla with two wides in the second half, and it's 14-12. And Westmead goes short. And a loose man on the far side for Westmead was their number eight, Cormac Boyle. And he gets away the ball to Tommy Dial, who ran on his left shoulder. Tommy flings it across quickly, but Paul Dial comes out. Nice full-back play by Paul Dial. Carla pick up the pieces from Michael Dial. There's Dials all over the place at the moment. Another Dial, James Dial. He has it. Dials on both sides. Dial of St. Mullins right over towards Chris Nolan. Racing onto it now. Aaron Ammond. Aaron Ammond had a good first half, Aaron. Chased by Dara Egerton. Ammond lets it down to the ground. Needs a bit of support. Free and free the free. He's really played well. He played very, very well. Listen, I was maybe a little bit critical about him. I kind of thought he wasn't. He didn't play that well in some of the matches up to now. I'm, I'm impressed with the chap. He's playing very well. He's getting the chance now. He is. He is like you know, and we call it as we see it like. And I thought in a couple of games, I thought he wasn't great. But today, now he's playing very, very well. 14 points. He's working for everything. He's working his socks off. And he's got the start. Here's a free for Chris Nolan. Now turns. I don't have to say this one. The this listeners one know now. This, this one, one has, has to go, go over. over. If this yeah. doesn't go over, Carlo could be in a little bit of trouble. But this has to go over. It should be simple enough for Chris. But I don't want to put the mockers on him. He's outside the 20 metre line. He's only human, as they say. He's only human. Everybody misses one. The shock of the day so far. Dublin have beaten Galway. Chris Nolan has put that one in over the bar. 118 to 114 in Croke Park. Nolan's got his first of the second half. And the scoreboard reads 14 points Westmead. 13 points Carlo. We're into the 10th minute. It's taken a while to come, turns, but they've got it. Yeah, that's six for Chris. Like five from play, small, one from play. And, uh, you know, that was not a simple free either, Brendan. It was close in, right? But it wasn't simple. That's a great take okay, by Niall. O'Brien, he's really done well, and he's won a free. No. Uh, Carlo pulling the jersey, pulling yeah, him back. Right. Just Carlo, just want to keep their focus on discipline, because every free you give this fella, Killian Dial or Niall O'Brien, you can bet your bottom dollar and right. stick it in and over the bar. No matter okay. where it is, they'll give it every chance. He I'm robs a few inches. I'm kind of surprised we haven't seen a sub or two being introduced, Brendan. 14 points to 13. Westmead lead Carlo here in round two of the Joe McDonough. And realistically, if Carlo win, they go all the way to Croke Park to the final. But there's a ball hit with ease. And a lovely follow-through, lovely backswing. And that's Killian Doyle with his second of the second half. So three points for Westmead in the second half. Killian Doyle with two frees. Niall O'Brien from play, 15 points to 13. Two between them. And we've ten and a half minutes gone. Turns Carlo need to start digging a little deeper. They do, like, you know, and Westmead are starting to look more confident. Like, you know, they're, they're, like they're playing reasonably well. Like, Carlo haven't kind of played as well now as they had played in the first half. Centre-back Tommy Doyle won a great ball there. Feeds it back to Cormac Boyle. Ball blocked down. David English really done well. Here's Teddy Joyce. Back to John Nolan. Outside the 45. Nolan goes on the run. Shortens the grip on the stick. Sends it in. And oh, it's gone wide. That's, That's a pity. They really hard worked luck. well. Yeah, because he stepped inside the two players there. Like, you know, he, he got to be the rap also. But, you know, as I said, that he was, you know, he... That's another white turn. That's three whites for Carroll in the second yeah. half. Yeah, that's eight whites, Brendan. Westmead West goes short. Connor Shaw. 
from Brownstown gets it down to Shane Clavin of Castletown Gagan in the middle of the park goes Richie Cody won a great ball here's Chris Nolan Carroll have got to dig it out Nolan turns pulls the trigger from out the field that's a quality that's a score, score from Chris Nolan that's more like it for Carlo. Nolan has got his second from play five from freeze 15-14 yes. one between them they're still well in the game turns but they just have to keep doing that yeah it's a ball you know Richie Cody took it down with the sky he had a run at the ball and he just tapped it down to Chris Nolan and it wasn't simple but he, he, he made the most of it here come Westmead it's Joey Boyle he scored a few lovely ones in the first half beautiful run from Boyle he's from Raharney he turns in front of goal Brian Tracy keeps an eye on it Sting is taken over by Wall Craig Dion Wall at corner back and out come Carlo have really defended this one well they're coming away with it John Nolan of Mount Leinster Rangers across to James Dial the St Mullins man looks down puts the foot in the pedal plays it to the wing half back Tony Lawler Lawler across towards Chris Nolan Nolan on the 65 let's fly that is super hurry for Carlo 15 points apiece Nolan is on fire in the second half this is a cracker this is a cracker 13 minutes paid 15-15 turns that's the best point of the game without a shadow of a doubt about 7 players of well from the from the full back line from the corner back position the Braha down Man by man, about seven players involved that Chris put it on the board in the end. Great, the best score in the match. Kenny Joyce hooks his man from behind. Tommy Dyle, they're working their socks off. We're in for some battle here. And then Carlo put in an innocuous foul. Yeah. Stupidity, you just can't do that. They didn't have to. Like in Teddy, and like in Teddy had him a kind of trap when, this, when the man came in from the side. But anyway, it's a three and Killian Dyle is having a goal, lads. That's a big ball. That's a, that's, that's, that's a, that's, 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 a clum- that's clumsy now. That's clumsy. Yeah, like he has a massive, he has a massive wrist, like, but that's a bad wide. Is there a sub coming on? There is. Westmead yeah, are bringing in number 22. That's Josh Call. He's from Delvin in the county of Westmead. Josh is wearing 22 and he's coming on for number 10, Angus Clark, who had a good I first half. Angus Clark had a very good first half, Brendan. Yeah, it, he's injured. I think he's a bit of a knock the way he's running out there. So. Yeah, he had a very good first half now, you know. So He scored one point in the first half and he got a couple of frees. 22 was in for Angus. Angus has played his part. 15 points apiece, 13 minutes gone in the second half here in the Joe McDonough Cup round two. It's been a super competition. Here comes Dial. James, James Dial races all the way to the 20. Oh, he's, oh, he's been fouled. fouled. He's been fouled. James Dial takes the game to Westmead and this free will put Carlo in front. And if Chris Nolan steps up to stick it between the posts, that's what you call leading by example from a quality player. But, Terence, I'll say it and I'll say it again, this will go to the wire and it's a long way to go. But that was brilliant from James Dial. Yeah, you know, but brilliant James Dyer is a brilliant hurler. So he is like, you know, he kind of came down from his half-back line. Is he gone out? Is he gone out towards the middle of the field? Who's no, he? he's, he's on the way back now. Well, he is in the middle of the field, I think, now, yes. Who got the yellow card? Right? One, two, three, four, five. Was it Chris six, Nolan seven. got the yellow card, was it? I'm not quite sure, Terence. There were two of them side by side, and uh, I'm not sure which one got it. But one well, it's a, well, it's a free to Carlos. Obviously, he's the Westmead man. He's, uh, their linesman is calling the referee again. I think he might have got the wrong man, maybe. Yeah, well, it's he's definitely, left, it's he's a free, left the yellow card anyway. It's a free to Carlo, so... It's a free to Carlo, but I'm not sure whether it was Chris or the Westmead man like got the or we got the yellow card because it was James Dyle was the one that was fouled. And here, I'm not sure. Chris is asking the referee what the story is. He wants another slitter. He wasn't happy with that one. Must have found that one in Mount Julia yesterday. <laughs> here's a <laughs> here's a another one. Well, anyway, here he comes with the free again. Turns nothing simple, but this is to put Carlo 16 points to 15 in front of around 15 minutes into the second half. I was looking at thing on the phone last night, Chris, and he just rubbed his shoulders with with Rory. So that's nice to have. Well, there we go. Did Rory ever strike a ball over the bar like that? Because Chris Nolan has. It's another one for Carlo. 16 points, Carlo. 15 points, Westmead. 15 minutes play. That's nine for Chris. And, uh, you know, but listen, we're, we're, we're a point up, Renan. Point up, Carlo. Short ball out towards Dara Egerton. 
Egerton of Westmead sending it downfield. Neon Wall is underneath it. It was a fair old battle with himself on the wing half back there. And Craig and again Carla try to work hard without that ball. But here come Westmead. They're going to try and level it up. That's a good shot That's from good out shot. the field. That's uh, a wide ball for Just me. Step yeah. out. That was a wide ball yeah, from Kieran Dial. Kieran Dial. I make that three wides for Westmead in the second half. Three oh, for Carlo. Carlo leads 16 points to 15. Brendan and I may go to spectators. So Kieran is the brother of Keelan, is the twins, the twins. Like, That's you right. Know, in fact, I didn't cop that earlier on. I told you to go to spectators when you started working <laughs> with me 20 years ago. Here's the ball downfield. Carlo 16, Westmead 15. And it's Joe McDonough round two. Technically a semi final if you don't know the stats of it. A win for Carlo will put them straight through to the final. A win for Westmead that have to beat Kildare next week. Has a. Westmead come forward that's pulled across that's the, the face of the goal and that's a great score Niall O'Brien he's a potential match winner for the Westmead lads and Niall O'Brien from Castletown Gagan has levelled the game yet again on 16 points apiece and turns it's a round robin so there'll be no extra time here it's either going to be a draw or a win for either team 16 points apiece and we have 16 minutes gone it's all about 16s and there's no back door Brendan if you're beaten like you know if, if you're beaten you're gone yeah well here comes the ball dropping into the half forward line and then uh, Westmead are going to win that break to the middle of the field Cormac Boyle from Raharney gets it across towards Dara Egerton Egerton with a low ball down towards the 45 metre line Niall Mitchell turned beautifully he's a big huge man Niall Mitchell Karloff they got to hook him from behind Mitchell comes in Paul Dyle stays free, with him free, Paul Dyle took one for the parish there and that's going to be a free to Westmead and a chance for them to go 17-16 in front. Paul wasn't taking any chances. He didn't yeah. want a goal conceded. And all he could do was, last line of defence, take his man. Yeah, it was a fact. But, you know, he had no right to get that ball. Because, well, there were three Carlow players on him. He's a huge man, He's a huge man, huge man, huge stride. Like, it's easier stopping from here than there. Like, you know, he's a huge man and he's a decent hurler. There's a free for Killian Doyle. A Raharney man. Tees it up on the 20-metre line. He has three already, Brendan. Brian, two from play spawns and one from play. Brian Tracy is uh, organising his defence there. He's got three outfield players on the goal line for Carlo. Here is Killian Doyle. And Killian Doyle sends it straight in and over the black spot. It's another one for the Raharney man. And now Westmead lead again. 17 points to 16. The clock has stopped. They're heading for the water break. Turns one quarter left to go. A minute of a break for the lads. And we should have a helter-skelter final quarter here at Netwatch Cullen Park. In a day that's conducive for good hurling. But uh, both teams are giving their all out there. Both are giving their all. Like, you know, Carlo haven't got the breaks in the last five, ten minutes. Like, you know, two and three pairs going for balls. You know, blocking the balls down and the, and, uh, and the Westmead boys picking them up. Carlo are trying, they're, they're working their socks off now. They're playing really, really well. Like they're playing again, the team is said in the higher division. A point down, what, 17 minutes? Yeah. The second and half. we are uh, just uh, 15 minutes out from the throne in Croke Park, so we will have a crossover. So the Carlo game will be on the Carlo frequency and on the app. You get the choice if you hit the menu, the three lines up on the top left hand corner, and it gives you the choice of a frequency you want to listen to Carlo or Kilkenny if you're listening outside of the local area. So we will be splitting frequency in a few moments' time, uh, going to Adrian and Michael for Kilkenny and Wexford in Croke Park. But meanwhile, we were staying here in Carlo. The online, you get the option, and on the KCLR app to hear the games, either game. But uh, we have a scoreline here now, 17 points to 16, with 17 minutes and 27 seconds played in that first quarter of the second half. But we're in for a humdinger of the last quarter. That's the story in association with Dan Morrissey and Co. in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products, roof tiles and macadam, danmorrisseyandco.com. And still no sign of any Carlo changes. Actually, Tom uh, is obviously happy with the battling performance yeah. from the team. But uh, this is the last throw of the dice now. There's no one can do anything about this now. Only the 30 men that's inside those white lines. It's true, Bernie. You're on the ball. Absolutely. Like, you know, as, uh, as I said, there's a couple of players 
Anyway, listen, everybody, I'm not a selector. I'm up here with you, Brendan, but there's a couple of players I, I would But some lads do, people do play bad and people play good. That's how matches are won in last Absolutely, turns. absolutely, Brendan. Like, you know, absolutely, like, you know, and I said that, I you know, they're putting in a good performance. Carlo are playing very, very well. Here is the game to restart. And uh, not sure who's the ball. Where's the Westmead keeper? He's back in his goal. Oh, Brian Tracy has it. So Brian starts this quarter. Carlo defending the Dublin Road end goal. 17 points to 16. Carlo contests that ball. Richie Cody goes looking for it in the middle of the park. And there was a little bit of a, a tap on the hand, he said. Yeah. That was soft enough. Soft enough, yeah. Yeah. Carlo just want to do things a little bit quicker. Now, this free for Westmead is back on their own 65-metre line. And uh, the free will be well, taken by Killian Doyle. He'll, he'll have the distance, Brendan. Yeah, he's he's hitting a few from the halfback line. He's yeah, a massive throw. He's, he's about 18, 19 metres in from the stand side on the 65. He's on half of the park. He's got a brilliant setup. And a lead by 17 points to 16, Westmead over Carlo. We're into the 19th minute. Here's the lift. There's the strike. He's given that everybody. But to me, that's, that's going that's left. left. That's going left, Brendan. Yeah. That's and well left. That's a bit of a Hail Mary. 17-16. Yeah, and the wind seems to kind of drifted out there. The only real goal chance in the game was Carlos missed opportunity in the first half. What's here now, ref? Or ref? What's here now, Brendan? The referee is kind of calling somebody. I just think he didn't want uh, Brian to poke out the ball until he was back out yeah, in the middle of the field yeah, himself. Yeah, well, maybe he found it hard to get out. Yeah. Brian Tracy to the half-back line to David English. English, the ball and killer man, goes on a bit of a run. Nice control from David. He's fouled. That's it. That's a good play because now that's within his striking distance. He really done well. He knew if I can't get through here, he's going to foul me by the free. It's a long-range free. I think it was soft enough, though. He, I think, well, he caught him high. If you're caught yeah, high in yeah, modern yeah, hurling, yeah. he caught his shoulder. And I think David will have a go at this himself. Scored two in Newbridge from similar distance last week. Here he is now, David English. Grandson of the late Jim, of course, of Wexford fame. And reminded me of that as well. There's Wexford blood on the field. There certainly is. Here he is. David English of Ballon Killen. That long-range free has gone wide. So that, that wind is actually... Swirling. Causing a few problems. Terence, it's still 17-16. Five points for Westmead in the second half, four for Carlo. And there's not a lot between them. We are into the 20th minute with 15 minutes of regulation time remaining, plus whatever added time referee Rory McGann has. Westmead comes short in the middle of the park. Cormac Boyle, the man from Raharney, has to check two Carlo players trying to keep him at bay. That ball is a little bit overcooked, bit of ground hurling from James Dyle, knocks it down. Teddy Joyce races for it. Joyce just doesn't get out in front of his man. John Michael Nolan does. Ball ricochets, pulled on, on the ground. Carlo going to win it. Ball was out over the line. The, the linesman said, we, we can't see that line yeah. with the, the way the perimeter fence is. It's a sideline ball, and James Dial is going to take it. John Michael goes downfield. You'd like to see big lads like John Michael and these fellas getting more ball closer to the goal, yeah. but it's that type of game. It's even Stephen. Yeah, and they're living on scraps, really. Like, you know, there isn't that much going into the full forward line now. 17 15, 17 16 is the scoreline. Westmead lead at Netwatch Cullen Park as Killian Dial sends a terrific ball right across towards Shane Clavin. Hasseltown Gagan man didn't get to it but Carlo got a stick to it have knocked it out of play over on the far side sideline ball for Westmead Josh Coll of Delvin goes across to try and retrieve it from under the wire and he's going to throw to Kieran Dyle of Raharney and Kieran Dyle will fancy this because he's one of these players that has all the skills yeah, in the top drawer he has a lovely wrist he please. was called early for it though and that's a wasted uh, that's a opportunity waste Westmead will be given to one another yeah Niall Mitchell called for the ball and then put him on two minds yeah put him on two minds right Carlo John Michael Nolan oh, oh. just 
couldn't control it. Off his hurley out over the line. Off the stick, there was a spin on it. Just couldn't control it. The two Michael men tried to link well together. Oh, that's John that's Michael. That's advantage. a lazy tackle. That's an advantage, yeah. Yeah, that's a lazy tackle from John Michael. Yeah, a lazy tackle from him is right there. Yeah, he said his man was slipping around to kind of put up the hurley, kind of cost him. I'd say he was fuming with himself after yeah, missing his first touch. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and he, and he had a kind of an easy ball to get as such. And it's not like him. Not like him, no. no he's not like him. He's after having a great campaign. Ah, he's a quality player too. 17, yeah, 16. Yeah. He gives his all. Killian Dyle will have a go now. Yeah, Jack Cavanagh's coming in. 25 for Carlo. Oh, Jack is coming in. He came on as a sub last week. So Jack uh, is coming in. Older brother of Marty. Does a few stretches on the sideline. The free is for Killian Dyle. Three metres from the sideline. Oh, this looks good. That's sweet. That's uh, Oh, just tailed off. The wind caught that as well. Tail off. That's another wide. Here's Jack Cavanagh. Who's coming out here? I wouldn't be surprised if it was his cousin. It's Richie Cody. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> Which cousin? He's about four million well, in the motor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Richard yeah, Cody's replaced by Jack Cavanagh. Yeah. The St. Mullins man is in. So Jack has plenty of experience. And he wears number 25. He's in for Richie Cody. Here comes the puck out from Brian Tracy. 17 points to 16. Westmead lead Carlo. In Netwatch Cullen Park, ball is on the far side of the park, old press box side, out comes Tommy Dial, another huge man, Tommy Dial, feeds it into the middle of the park, Cormac Boyle, tried to get onto David English, battles for it, it's a fair old hustle for possession on that far side, and also getting involved there was Kevin MacDonald, who has the ball, nobody has it at the moment, Kevin Mac has it now, here comes Kevin, switches one outside to John Nolan, John of Mount Leinster Ranger, he's fouled, that's much better from Carlo, now they have a chance. John or Kevin McDonald did really well got it to John Nolan decided to go for a run with the head down and he was fouled and uh, we are going across to Kilkenny now uh, to split the frequency Michael and Adrian are on standby in Croke Park so the frequency will now split Kilkenny and Wexford is coming up at half past four so we're now joining Michael and Ronnie in Croke Park we leave you with them with Wexford and Kilkenny in the Leinster semi-final meanwhile on the Carlow frequency we'll stay with Carlow and Westmead 17 points to 16 turns I see Gary Lawler being prepared here for a battle also so, and, he is. Uh, you know, fact, believe it or not, there are the two people I was kind of implying at half time that I would be putting on. Gary Lawler, number 23. Yeah. The referee is uh, telling Carlo to wait till the physio gets off the field. Now he's telling Chris Nolan you can go ahead and take it. And Chris sensibly just steps away from the ball and he steps back up. Turns, got to get this to level at 23 and a half minutes gone. Yeah, it's a fact, you know, it's 23 and a half minutes gone. It's not simple either. It's a good bit out on the far side and uh, he'll get the distance where he'll get the accuracy and that. There's a breeze here and it's causing a few problems in the last few minutes. Here's Chris Nolan. Sends it in. That is good. 17 points apiece here in Netwatch Cullen Park. It's another one for Chris Nolan. And the change has been yeah, made, and Aaron that Ammond. is Gary Lawler. And Gary Lawler is coming in for Aaron Ammond. He worked hard today, Aaron Ammond. Yeah. His time is up now, and in comes Gary Lawler. Gary Lawler is wearing number 23. And 24 for 23 on the Westmead team. So 24 on the Westmead team is Dara Clinton, another man from Delvin. So he's uh, coming in there. Ball is in the middle of the park. Westmead are on the attack here. Ball breaks. David English gets an interception. Does quite well for Carlo. Whips it down towards John Nolan. John of Mount Leinster Rangers. Looks back and feel. Nice intelligent tap. Present to the brother Chris. Chris from distance. Super hurling. Carlo. That's a great score. The Nolans are on fire. Super play. Carlo go back in front. 18 points to 17. 25 minutes gone, Terry Kelly. The boys from my valley. They're at it again. Number 24. Brennan has gone in there for number 13. In fact, neither has been taken off, which is unusual. Clinton. Nile is around a long time, Terry. Could be getting a little bit tired. 
Yeah, they could be getting a nose steam, but you know he's he's, he's still a quality player. But seventeen yeah. points Westmead, eighteen points Carlo, twenty four, twenty five minutes gone, ten remaining. Terence is still there for the Carlovians. Yeah, in fact, but you know, going back to that last point, there was a great combination play, like from the Nolan brothers, and uh, you know, as I said, it was a very valuable score. Westmead on the attack, the new man that's in wearing. 26 from David Lennon, another experienced campaigner. Got it back down to Killian Dyle. Did he overcook that ball? Want to be a free well out? That's well excellent done, defending, Carlo. Killian Dyle was the man on the attack there. He's, yeah. he's David Lennon is in as well. Turns wearing 26, yeah. and he's playing his club hurling in Mullen Galway now. Yeah, that's the fact. Yeah, but uh, you know he was thinking he was tough to go to Galway there, and there was some problem with it. But. Uh, now, this has to be a useful ball. Jack Cavanaugh with the free. But turns, it's interesting to see how far away from the goal the Carlo players well, are. Well, now, Teddy's on his own. If Teddy can get this ball, yeah, man will have enough to do to hold him. But, like, Teddy is... Effective. It's a sideline ball, is it? No. It's a sideline. I, side uh, I thought it was a free. Side he took it well. John Michael gets onto it. Teddy runs onto it. Westmead are going to say, we let that run. Connor Shaw, intelligent yeah. player from Shaw. He's going to go for the line ball. Carroll have got to cover he all angles. The goalie, will he? No, he 20, won't. 26 minutes gone. Aaron Craig goes back to take it. Aaron Craig for Westmead. 17 points Westmead, but Carroll lead by one. And it's Joe McDonough Cup round two. It's technically a semi-final for Carroll. If they win this, they're straight to Croke Park because they defeated Kildare last week in the round robin. And this is the second match in it. It's a nice ball across to Tommy Gallagher. The Castle Pollard full back for Westmead. Drills one downfield. Michael Dyle rises for Paul Dyle. Comes out. Beautiful touch from the St. Mullins man. Gets it to Jack Cavanagh. Three Mullins men link well together. And one Rangers man. And this man, James Dyle, goes from the far end. He's hit that one from Bahana as far as Drummond but it's gone to the right and wide 18 points to 17 Carlo still lead but Dyle gave that every chance here comes the Westmead goalkeeper his name is Noel Connolly from Lockleen Gales and they're bringing in another sub this is Alan Cox he's also from Delvin so Alan Cox is coming in and Alan is coming in for Cormac Boyle of Roharney. So Alan Cox is in, 17 for 8, on the Westmead team in association with Dan Morrissey and Co. Here's the puck out from the goalkeeper, Noel Conaghy. The Lock Lane Galesman lands it downfield, sticks beautifully to David Lennon's hurl. The man from the Muller Club in Galway sends it downfield. Carlo intercept, Michael Dyle comes out, tries to get it away from Killian Dyle, but Dyle turns, strikes from distance. That's a super score if he gets it, but to me it's gone wide. That's wide. a wide ball, and Carlo still lead by one point in Netwatch Cullen Park. Turns, this is going to be a long last seven minutes it's here in Netwatch Cullen Park. It's now going to be a simple battle, and Killian Dyle would be disappointed with himself. He had a good chance that him 45 yards out and uh, drifted to the left. You know, the breeze must be stiff enough out there, Brendan. Are we going 15 against 15 now? Look at the the shape now. I'm not sure what we were going, but Hit. you know, Brian Tracy sends out a massive ball. Massive ball from Brian. Call comes from John Nolan on the far side, but Egerton picks it up. He switched from right corner back to left half back on this occasion. Oh, he gets Mitchell. it down to Niall Mitchell. Niall Mitchell has got space. He's got time. He runs inside the 45, tries to sell a bit of a dummy. Feeds it across. Paul Dyle comes across. Goal chance here for Westmead. Carlo mustn't foul. Carlo defended it. They've really defended it well. Oh, and out comes English. English gets it back to Paul Dyle, but an interception from Mitchell again. The pass went a little bit wayward. Westmead come back for second they're going to pick a point they've picked the point it's coming to share for the man that's just come Number on 17. Alan Cox he's stuck it over the bar it's 18 points apiece here in Netwatch Cullen Park Terence I don't think a draw is any good to Carlo OK they'll have 3 points and Westmead will have to go and beat Kildare next week it'll come down to scoring yeah, averages it's true, it's true. but the draw is it's, it's out of Carlo's hands then it's out of so Carlo they've got to win the match well, it's better than the last. That's just about it. But well, that's know, it, yeah. yeah. Here comes John Michael Nolan. Race for that one. Didn't catch it. He's not on fire today, but he's given his all. Westmead come back, looking to get a leading score. Here comes David Lennon. Oh, that's a ridiculous free. Michael Dial fouled yeah. the man when he didn't have to. 
I don't know what he's remonstrating about. Like, you know, he pulled him down anyway. It's a free and then... That's a chance for Westmead to go yeah, one point in front. Like, yeah, Killian Dial. And no sign of a goal in the game yet. There's another change coming on the Westmead team. The banished door, Sean O'Brien, is telling his team to get ready. He's warming up at 23, who didn't come on when he was announced earlier on. And 23 is Shane Williams from Loch Lane Gales. And that is, I uh, hope it's not Shane that came over from Wales, the rugby player, to throw out to play a hurling. It's 18 points apiece, but now... Killian Doyle has got to step up to the plate and score this one. He's 10 metres in from the sideline on the stand side, midway between the 45 and the 20 metre line for Westmead. He's a kit dog off the left hand side down towards the Dublin Road end goal. Here's the lift. There's the strike. He sends it. Oh, did he get it? I think yes. it is. He's got it. Killian Dial has got four frees in the second half and Westmead lead by one. 19 points to 18. 29 minutes gone in the second half. Six, just 30 minutes. Five minutes of normal time remaining, Terence. Yes. We're in the melting pot. For the second half from pace ball, one in the first half from play, as I said, five points for Killian, the man from Raharney. Well, here comes the big ball from Brian Tracy, the man from Navon. Big ball down under John Nolan. John knocks it down. Running onto it is the man wearing 23. Gary Lawler. Gary Lawler sends it in. Oh, I thought he was going to pick up the white flag. It's gone to the right and wide. He'll make it 19 points apiece. Westmead still lead by one. 19 points to 18. We're into the 31st minute here in Netwatch Cullen Park as the goalkeeper of Westmead, Noel Connolly, sends it downfield. Ball breaks in the middle of the park. Jack Cavanaugh tried to keep it in. I think that's come off a Carroll up there. Yeah, Westmead line ball. Westmead line ball and it will be a sideline ball to Aaron Craig Westmead of anything now we're going to slow it down a bit and that's what they look like doing at the moment they're trying to kill the Carroll momentum 19 points to 18 Westmead lead yeah well the next score like if Westmead get the next score it's going to be a battle royal like, it's going to be a huge hill to come down from Craig Wall is coming in Craig Wall coming in and six Jared Cody is coming up yeah that's because he's on a yellow card I yeah. think that's, that they're just playing safe they're just playing safe because he hasn't done a lot wrong I'm not quite sure where Jer is. Now, where is he going to play? He's hardly going to play in the halfback line, Craig Wall. Yeah, fine. Now, Jer is. Held up here to the Westmead man. There's a bit of a knock here in front of us as well. Now, we have a sideline ball here. Yeah, Jer Cody has to be withdrawn. This yeah. man has been steady for Westmead. Aaron Craig, number five. His backs don't yeah. normally get credit, but this fellow's played well. Now he's drilled that one down the field. This could work out. Oh, that's Niall a lovely Mitchell. first touch. Niall Beautiful Mitchell. first touch from Niall Mitchell. Oh, it's a great score. Yes, That's that, a super score. That could be the straw. The oh, that is back. a super score. The lead by two. 20 points to 18. It's been a cracking game. Yeah. Carroll of three and a half minutes to dig this one out. They're trailing by two against Division 1 rivals today. Westmead, the ball's poked downfield by David English. Underneath it is big John Michael Nolan. John Michael, I thought he was foul going for the ball, but anyway, the referee didn't been, give it's, him a line, it's a line ball, Carlo. The need scores and they need them quickly. Yeah, John was hit off the ball as he was going for it. Well, he was shouldered before he went for the ball, but anyway, listen, it's a, it's a sideline cut to, to Carlo. And John go, I think he's going to go for it himself. Yeah, he is, Brendan. Yeah. He's going to go for it, John Michael. For me, <laughs> I'm not an expert, right? But for me, the grass is not conducive for a sideline taker. He could prove me wrong because it's July. There's been very little growth with the heat over the last few weeks. Uh, but here we go. Here we go. It's a vital, vital sideline cut. He struck it well. He struck it well. Down to the left and, and wide. wide. 20 points to 18. Turns three minutes of normal time remaining. There'd and I'd say probably about five, mi- five minutes of hurling. Yeah, there might be another two or three minutes along with it. Like, it's in know, the melting pot. under pressure. We only led, I think, only led one sprint since the game started. Well, here's the puck out from the Westmead keeper, Noel Connolly. He's in no great hurry, but he's not the biggest keeper, but he got a massive puck out. And that's right down on top of his full forward, Niall Mitchell. And that goes a run out over the line, and David English will say, I'll take that line ball. And David is in such a hurry to take it, he's going to hit it 
from not where it went out a little further back he just wanted to place the ball and he struck it well it's a great ball well it looked good it looked it was going to Teddy and it went straight back out on the far side straight back out on that far side and it's going to be a line ball, Westmead. This is suiting Westmead, a two-point advantage. 33 minutes gone, turns. Two minutes remaining in Netwatch Cullen Park. Yeah, and I see I see Jack McCullough being prepared there also, Brendan. Jack McCullough played full-back for the Carlow under-20 footballers during the week. And Jack McCullough of Bagnallstown Gales is ready to make his entrance. Carlow, meanwhile, ooh, tidy up that ball. And that's uh, Dion Wall of Ballon Killen. He's done really well. That's a nice ball played. In the middle of the park, and Tony Lawler comes forward with it. That's a big ball now. Can Carlo latch onto this one? Yes, they can. Racing onto it is Craig Wall. Craig Wall, he's looking to get it back across. Oh, it's a terrible ball from Craig. Dreadful ball. He hit it straight to the Westmead man when Carlo really needed to keep possession. And you can't win matches when you do something like that because Westmead are gone from distance. And that's gone to the left and wide. That was a very poor ball from Craig, from a young Wall. He he rushed it. He Jack rushed McCullough it. Jack McCullough and John Michael has been withdrawn. Brendan. Jack McCullough is in, and uh, John Michael Nolan is being yeah. withdrawn. Wasn't the best of days from John Michael, but uh, we mustn't forget he won many a great match for Carroll in the yeah, past. Yeah, no, he's had he's after having a good league, and you know he has he played very very well like in general, like you know. Carroll need a goal, turns one minute of normal time remaining, they're trailing by two. Yeah, they do like they need the goal, Brendan, and time is not on their side. There's a massive ball from Dion Wall all the way downfield. They're all underneath it. Breaking ball will favour Carlo. Jack Cavanagh runs onto it. Jack Cavanagh, he's put under a little bit of pressure. Can't get it up, Westmead. That's going to be a free out. That's free foolish out. by Carlo. Yeah. Absolutely foolish play. Yeah. Foolish to rush of blood. They've given away a free when they had more or less their own possession. And Tom Mullally won't be happy with that. Plowed into his man from behind. And Clock ticks into the 35th minute. Yeah. And the added time is just about to be shown on the clock. Westmead with the free. It looks like they can hang on here now and break Carlo Hearts. Not the end of the world. Carlo won against Kildare. Westmead looked like they'll take the two points out of Carlo. And uh, as good as Kildare are, Terence and David Herity's men, they'll give Westmead. But Westmead at home and Mullingar, you'd have to fancy them. You would have to fancy Brendan. Like, you know, Westmead, you know, they're, as I said, we have played in a higher division. Killian Dial has tried to add another nail in the cup for Brendan. That's a big ball from that's Killian. Wide, wide. It's gone wide. A lifeline for Carlo. What's the out of time? A lifeline for Carlo. Carlo are waiting to bring in another sub. I, I think. I think Paul Cody is coming in. Paul that is Paul Cody. Cody. Is it 19? Yeah. I didn't see the board yet. Paul Cody is coming in. 20 points Westmead. 18 points Carlo. 36 minutes now on the clock. We're one minute over the regulation time. Carlo try to break down that ball. One or two tired challenges. Can it favour Carlo? The right man needs to get it. Jack Cavanagh has it. Sends it in around the house. Drop it. A wide ball. He overcooked it. He overcooked it. They're getting the chances. Here comes Paul Cody. And he's coming in for Teddy, Teddy Joyce. Joyce, who scored two points in the game. So one man for another two great friends as well. 20 points to 18. Westmead lead here. We're one minute into added time. I didn't see any clock for the extra time, but I anyway. Did Brenda. No, I didn't see it. Looking around there, I didn't see any sign of it. Yeah, I didn't see it. Terrace, last throw of the dice. Last throw of the dice, Brendan, yeah. He has said this ball, Westmead are on the attack, and it's a Westmead sideline ball also. It came off uh, one of the Carlo players, and Niall Mitchell is the one. No, they didn't say what the other time is. Everyone is asking yeah. us as well. Sideline ball on the far side. 20 points to 18, turns. We're into the 37th minute. The 37, and yeah. the ball is at the wrong end of the field in relation to from a Carlo point of view. And here's the fourth leg. You know, as I said, that one came off, and uh, Killian Dial, Killian, yeah, three minutes injury time. 
here come Carlo defending this one to the middle of the park that's a push in the back and Jack Cavanaugh was displaced but he didn't get the free the man who has possession is David Lennon and that's gone in and over the bar and that could be Westmead now on the way to Grove Park we have a little bit of argy bargy developing off the ball 21 points to 18 there's three between them all Carlo can do now is draw the game but with Westmead now in control the referee is going looking for somebody here there was a little bit of afters there after that ball went in but, uh, yeah Jack Chapman had the ball and he lost the ball and uh, you know would you have given him would you have given him a free well I think when he lost the ball he kind of plowed into his man yeah, uh, yeah probably was Tony Honor is the one who's Tony's going to be in trouble here he's going to be in trouble here because the linesman has told the referee it's a yellow card yeah it's a yellow card it's a yellow card for Tony three minutes and it's now at the discretion of the referee Carlo need a goal to level it to give themselves a bit of a lifeline in the Joan McDonough but Westmead were the slight favourites coming here today ball goes down to the half forward line here's David English sends it in around the house can Carlo get on to this one Westmead cornerback Eggert comes out with it he does very well and clears it there's a big Westmead contingent here they've outnumbered the Carlo supporters they've outnumbered them they've come here in their droves there's a great core of people in Carlo and Westmead hurling it ain't over yet here's David English hits the Westmead man in the backside. the referee even ducked out of the way Westmead go for the insurance point and they might get it here but across comes Wall to defend this one of the Dion variety but Westmead turn and strike and send that one in and over the bar and that should be game set a match for Westmead they're on the way they have Kildare next week is home a win there will take them to Croke Park Carlo defeated Kildare they're on two points Westmead have defeated Carlo they're now on two points the final whistle has not gone yet but that is uh, a four point advantage and turns when you look at that uh, to score six points in the second half of a hurling match at senior level you don't really deserve to win any match yeah, probably not like and they're after having nine, what, nine or seven sixteen wides already like you know Westmead and where Carlo has five well, listen, there's not a lot between them but you know Westmead were the better team Brendan without a doubt yeah here comes a bit of a fresh air in the middle of the park the referee stays playing on Westmead subs have worked well Killian, Killian Dial. he won another free another score yeah he's letting a vis- the pressure go 23 points to 18 that's six for Killian, two from play. Uh, he has, he's, had a great, he's had a great yeah, game. He very well. That's it. That that's it. Westmead winning Carlo. It's a heartbreaking for Carlo, but Westmead now all they got to do is win at home next Saturday afternoon against Kildare, and they're on the way to Croke Park. But if Kildare win and Mullingar will come back to uh, scoring differences, turns Kelly. But it's hard to see uh, well, Westmead losing at home. Uh, in Mullingar because they're a fine team and Mullingar suits them down to the ground but David Herity has a great job done with Kildare we're not going to take anything from Kildare yeah. at this moment in time but it won't be simple for Kildare Westmead are in the driving and seat it won't be easy to beat the scoring difference either Brendan because you know as I said have beaten Carlo here by five points Carlo only won the game against like Kildare by three. a couple of points yeah. Yeah, three points so it's not going to be simple like you know but 23 points to win I think you said it twice three times the best team won the match yeah the better team won the match better team won the yeah, match yeah. you're disappointed her I am listen I love the hurling I love the lads and just saying I am yeah, disappointed but listen Everyone will be disappointed. It hasn't been a great week for Carlo GA, apart from the minors, <laughs> footballers doing very well last week against Wicklow. But other than that, uh, it has, it has been, been a tough week hurling wise and under 20 football wise. Yeah, it has been a bad week. Like, the minors were absolutely well beaten, and you know, the 
missing. It was a bad week. Like, apart from the minor footballers, well done to them. Okay, well, we'll have to wait and see what happens in Mullingar next week. But uh, Westmeath hold out here. Uh, it was 12 points apiece at half time. Thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. for the kind sponsorship of the games over the last few weeks. Carl and Ove just to sit back and see what happens in Mullingar next weekend. The Westmeath supporters will take the long journey home very, very happy. And for Carlo, it's a little bit disappointing that they've been defeated. Not the end of the world, but if Westmeath win against Kildare next week, they'll be in the Joe McDonough Cup final in Croke Park. Uh, there was one big shock earlier on today. Dublin defeated Galway in the uh, Leinster semi-final. Ongoing at the moment now on KCLR is Kilkenny and Wexford. We ain't going to hang around here. We're going to hand back. It's on the Kilkenny frequency. Soon to be on the full frequency. Thanks a million turns Thanks, and we'll Brendan. join you in a few weeks' time for the club championships. Thanks, Thanks a lot. 23 Thank points Westmead, 18 points Carlo. Back to you in the studio, lads. KCLR Live Sport. The Joe McDonough Cup. Carlisle versus Westmeath. With thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. In a league of their own with a full range of concrete, quarry products, roof tiles, and macadam. DanMorrisseyandCo.com. You've been listening to Big Game Live, a podcast from KCLR and Scoreline.ie to bring you the very best in our sporting commentaries as broadcast on KCLR. We've got more sports podcasts on offer, including the Clash Act or GAA podcast, the Football Manager Football Show, the Knock On and Scoreline Extra, all available in the KCLR app and online at scoreline.ie.